This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Apartments.com. Is 30 seconds enough time to convince you to use Apartments.com to find your next home? I don't know. How long does it take to tell you that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere and helps get more renters into their homes than any other website? After all, 40 million people have found their place there. So, yeah, 30 seconds should be plenty of time. Visit Apartments.com to find your next place. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Guys, I want to say I'm very, very excited about uh, the fact that today's episode is brought to you, oh, such a good show, by the return of the FX original comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. So good, so nice. The Hollywood Reporter called the series' first season, quote, and I'm quoting this, ridiculously funny. They didn't just stop at ridiculous. And they warned that you will die laughing. I think they were probably making a pun about the fact that the show is about vampires and they're the undead or they're dead. What are vampires? Are they dead? And then they become undead? I don't know. Anyway. The show goes into all of this. I think that's the pilot episode. They talk about all the terms. Anyway, this season, Shadows continues to follow our four favorite vampires who have been living together for hundreds of years. Uh, The season even features our buddy Nick Kroll, friend of the show for 11 years at this point. What We Do in the Shadows premieres Wednesday, April 15th on FX, streaming next day, FX on Hulu. And if you missed season one, catch up now on FX on Hulu. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Podswag. The holiday season is in full swing, and Podswag has the perfect gifts for any of the podcast lovers in your life, from mugs and posters to stickers and teas. Right now, we have the Calvin's Twins tea, the Timekeeper tea, or you can get the Is That a Shirt shirt. There's also a CBB t-shirt of the month club going on next year that you can sign up for. Head on over to podswag.com slash bang bang to see for yourself. That's podswag.com slash bang bang. Yonder, Fonda, beyond the pond there, you'll find a kind of unminded diner who's shy from grinder cause her, in case her Brian child her finder. Oh God. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. I'm, I mean, I mean, come on. that's tough. That's a tongue twister. Let me try it again. Here we go. Yonder, right. Fonda. For, be, she, I couldn't even do it a second time. Third time. We all heard it. It's just like Alyssa Milano would say, it's the charm. Here we go. Yonder. Fonda beyond the pond there. You'll find a kind of unminded diner who shies from grinder in case her prying child or fi- child did find her. Forget it. Anyway, welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thanks to the Voblex for that uh, catchphrase submission. Thanks and, a lot, the Voblex. Yeah, you think you'd make these things easier to say. It, yeah. It attracted my eye. I said, I don't need to practice this before I say it. Listen, one take. Just like Lionel Richie singing hello. Mm, Scott, you are like Icarus of old. The, your hubris brought you down. Ah, Yes, but I wish there was a more modern reference than Icarus. I wish that a, a person from today would build would wax build wings, wax wings yes. and fly. Because <laughs> then we could just mention him. You know, you're like yeah. Josh. Yeah, yeah. Who flew clo- did, too close to the sun. The wax wings. 
Talk me through that. How did that work? Yeah, exactly. First of all, where was he in prison or something? That's how they were getting out of prison. What was the deal with Icarus? Do you recall? It was him and his dad. His dad flew with him, right? And his dad was like, hey, Icarus, don't fly too close to the sun. Remember, we're hey, wearing a wax. Hey, Icarus. Hey, you son of a bitch. I don't really Wait, know. Wait, I'm calling my wife a bitch. <laughs> I don't really know. All I know about Icarus is this. Mm-hmm. He wanted to fly. He built wax wings. He mm-hmm. flew too close to the sun. They melted. And it was like in your face, Icarus. You're in- not. You're not supposed to be flying. Right. I think there's there's some sort of prison component to it. By the way, engineer Cody Ryan, did you look up the things we asked you to look up last time? You looked up Hanukkah. I remember that. But then we asked you to look up something else, right? Lyrics. Some lyrics. Oh, some lyrics. Yes, that's right. It was lyrics. Uh, it was uh, uh, Send in the Clowns, Isn't It Nice? Isn't it nice? Isn't it nice, Send in the Clowns? By the way, welcome to the show. This is Comedy Bang Bang, Best of Part 2. Uh, I'm Scott Ackerman. I'm your host, and I'm sitting across uh, my co-host for these best ofs, as he has been for many a year. Paul F. Tompkins is it's, here. It's me. I'm here. You are here. Yeah. I was worried you were not here. <laughs> You're here. Were you worried that I was not here, but you were seeing me? That is, yes. I Look, there's all sorts of unidentified phenomena that people are seeing these days. You're that, very hung up on this. Uh, well, I mean, aliens are out there. But I mean aliens. I mean, but I, I, mean I love you. I, I love you. <laughs> That's, by the way, that a lot of people, when they do Woody <laughs> Allen impressions, and they're all the rage now, we have to admit. They love doing it. People do the, definitely, you know, they do the yeah. nebbish Woody Allen. I do I do the Woody Allen when he's like in bed with, you know, Muriel Hemingway or whatever, where he gets all soft. He's like, I love you, you know? I mean, I just, I, I think that uh, you, you mean the world to me. Yeah. The, <laughs> wi- like, the whiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like, I'm going to soften my voice, Woody Allen. What do you got, Ryan? You want the Frank Sinatra? Fuck. <laughs> I can't Just lyrics to it, 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 they're the same no matter who sings it. <laughs> lyrics to songs are the same no matter who sings that them. That is not true. Other than Weird Al. Exactly. I just don't have anything that sending the clowns isn't it nice. That's the part that can That's what we're asking is if it was a lyric to oh, send in the clowns. Well, that's what fucking not, buffoon. That's, that's what Scott <laughs> was asking. It's, it's this, is the, this is the last episode. Yes, I know. This is the last episode you're doing. Bye. You're, fire, in, you're firing I'm bringing in Sam. I'm bringing in Sam next time. Oh, shit. Do you want me to call him? Yeah, call Sam. All right. I want Sam. Hey, welcome to the show. Scott Ackerman, I'm your host. Uh, yeah, Paul F. Tompkins is here. Yeah, Paul F. Tompkins. And Ryan is fired after yeah, this uh, episode. Scott just fired Ryan. Can you come in and record the next best of? Yeah, that'd be great. It, what? No, there's no overtime if that's what he asked. Yeah, he did. Have, there's no overtime. There's no sorry. overtime. There's no holiday pay. Yeah, the give, the payment is just the the, the You get to keep your job. It. You get to keep your job. That's what he says. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you Is too. he is he going to is he coming? Yeah, he's coming. He's coming? Okay, cool. Uh you're fired but you got to finish out your shift here on the show. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh Thank you. the uh Look, let's be honest. You're not listening to this as At your all. first episode. Oh. <laughs> this isn't your first episode of Comedy Bang Bang, I would imagine. You probably listened to part one uh, that came out on Monday, Christmas Day. Do you and know it, what? Scott, shut up a second. Do you know what happened, though? I saw on Twitter. I'm furious at you for somebody, me to shut up. <laughs> somebody saying that they listened to the best ofs and that got them into the show. Yes, but I'm saying part two of the best ofs is not your first episode. That would, I would be imagine. weird. That but would I, be weird. But the I one was, that came out I, on a Thursday. I don't know that I'd ever seen that before and I was happy to see that. Yeah, I was happy to see that. I did see that myself. It does work. People, uh, you know what else worked? 
I will say is we had a guest on uh, an episode recently, not eligible for this year's best ofs, and some people wish it were because it was a fantastic episode. But uh, Neil Patrick Harris was on the episode a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and what the way he described the way he got into the show was he read the New York Times article about uh, episode five hundred, and right. I believe episode five hundred may have been his first episode that he ever listened to. There you go, and then he got into it. And I'll tell you, and I think I told you this, Paul, mm. uh, but he gave a very a compliment that was very funny to me because it's not one that uh, that I normally hear but he said I love how long the show is yes <laughs> which is not something that I heard him one say normally that. says yeah. yeah 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 but uh but that he was just like a lot of podcasts you turn them on they're over in like 20 minutes and then it's like what else do you listen to he's got a lot of free time on his hands i, I guess i wanted to know what podcasts he was listening to that are just 20 yeah I get what, like the daily, maybe it's something like that or something. I don't know. There's a lot of podcasts out there. Honestly, Paul, have you noticed now people like the New York Times or New York Magazine, now they are doing their best of podcasts lists and they're all these highfalutin. Yes. These like, you know, they all have to be educational. Exactly. You're not going to learn anything listening it's to It's a bunch show. of NPR horse shit. Horse shit. They all ex- sound exactly the same. Yes. With their measured voices. And they don't like to raise their voices above a whisper. But I wasn't satisfied. What he said didn't make sense. So I had to go back and ask somebody else. <laughs> like that's my least favorite type yeah, of Yeah, the one host. where they sort of have a question mark at the end yeah, of every— they have like a mystery that they're trying to solve. Well, I wasn't satisfied. I had to answer more questions. So I went back and I asked questions. But why would he be there and at that time? <laughs> And how come he wasn't able to say why he didn't do this right? Now, Paul, you, there are, of course, people who are imitating the way that we do this show, I'm sure, just like, constant yelling, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's most that's most podcasts. That's most podcasts yes. is, con- is people constantly, constantly yelling, yelling, yelling yeah. to be heard. That's what you're going to get with this. There's nothing educational <laughs> about our show. It's, it's a bunch of fucking flim-flam and yeah. bullshit. But it, at least it's going to pass the time and it'll be fun for you. Is that, is that's a good way to think of, of this show, right? Imagine if this podcast were in a box. That would be on the back of the box. Right. Yeah, look, it's a bunch of flim-flam. And bullshit. A bunch of bullshit. But at least it passes the time. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of it, according to Neil Patrick Harris. That's right. I have to say that was thrilling to hear. Uh, and, and this show has uh, people who are well-known who like to listen to it. Yes. Uh, and some of them have asked to be on the show and uh, have succeeded very well. And we may be hearing from some of those people in our countdown today. Oh. But uh, it's always nice to hear that uh, someone has listened to Someone read about it, then listened to it, and then got it. Yeah. <laughs> because usually you can get two of those. That's right. You know, you can, someone will read about it, someone will listen to it, and usually it's the old turnoff after five minutes. <laughs> so if you're listening, um, let's describe exactly what happens on this show. Um, <laughs> this is the show where we talk to interesting people. you've already established, there's no way this is your second, this is your first time listening to the show. Yeah, go back and listen to part one first. Yeah, but now let's recap what the show is. <laughs> uh, the show where we talk to interesting people, full stop. It's uh, we hit upon it this year, and uh, it's our tagline. Yeah. I don't know that it's surviving into twenty eighteen. I'm sure people wish I would retire. Like you're sick of saying it, <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's what. That's a lot of what comedy bang bang is. Is me latching on to something and saying it uh, until I get sick of it. That's but right. I will say not. Uh, before the audience is sick of it. That's true. <laughs> it's usually a good two month period yeah. where people are like, "Okay, knock it off." I like the obstinacy of that. 
Yes. Right. I don't care what the people think about this show. Yeah. I instead want to rub their noses in. Because it, it also feels like, I don't want to do it either, but I'm going to keep doing it because you don't like it. <laughs> it's a little bit of that, yes. <laughs> no, this is the show where uh, we will have on, uh, I'm the host of it yeah. every week, That's and right. uh, I'll have on celebrities uh, and comedians and people who are in the news. Not really anyone who's in the news, usually, <laughs> although people <laughs> have become in the news after they've been on the show. Well, you had to ditch that Mark Halpern episode. That's true. Oh, boy. <laughs> um and then we have on comedians playing fake people. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're doing impressions of uh, real people, and sometimes they're doing uh, people that they've constructed out of whole cloth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul F. Tompkins is on the show. He's been on 11 times in, in the eligibility period of 2017. And uh, he primarily, when he's on, he does characters. That means I missed a month. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is interesting. Which one? I wonder which one you. Uh, I'll have to go back through the stats and figure out like what was your longest uh, period that you didn't uh, appear. Because look, I, I mean, people know I'm a regular. You're a regular. I'm You're in one, the regular rotation, and you have been ever since the beginning of the show. There, look, there are That's a lot funny. of regulars who have been on since the early parts of the show. Yeah, and their appearances have dwindled to practically nothing. That's right. There are some who go through phases where they were on a lot certain years, and then they'll take uh, some breaks. Then they'll come back. Uh, Nick Kroll is maybe one of those who lately has just been available and around and loves being on the show and Mm -hmm. has had a little more time. It's usually whomever has uh, a little more time on their hands. um, But, Paul, you always uh, make it a priority to be here, especially at the end of the year. It's very true, Scott. That being said, you missed a month. So I don't know what happened there. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little weird, a little weird. Um, What we're doing on this show is we're counting down the episodes that you, the listeners, voted on. Um, The eligibility period is Thanksgiving of 2016 through Thanksgiving of 2017. And we – you guys, we put up a poll and you guys vote on it. That I mean, it's self-explanatory. That's what happened. Look it up in your history books. Oh, what are you biting on there? What do you got? Some sugar-free chocolate that Chef Kevin. Uh, what do they put it? What do they, what do they put in it to make it sweet if it doesn't have sugar in it? I think they put sugar in it. And they just say it's. They <laughs> just say it to those fucking liars. <laughs> Chef Kevin gave you that. Yeah, it's like a Whitman sampler box. It's a Whitman sampler. I thought it was just a regular old Whitman sampler. I didn't realize until I unwrapped it. It was sugar-free, and I think it's a. I think it's a gag. I think it's a it's some gag sort of gag that he's doing. Yeah. By the way, every episode of Comedy Bang Bang has someone chewing into a microphone, and if you can spot it, then and and you do it every single episode, and you send those results to me, you can win one million dollars. So, and <laughs> this is very exciting. I you have I, to have proof, though. You have to. Yeah, you got to show receipts. Much like Beyonce. Oh no, who am I thinking of? Oh, yeah, yeah, Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Judge Judy. Got to show receipts like Judge Judy did. You ever watch Judge Judy? All the time. (laughs) When it first came out, I have this friend, you probably know her, Greg Griffin, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, a.k.a. Gray Delisle. She's had several names over the years. (laughs) She's not done yet either. uh, Yeah, I bet she started out as Erin Van Osbury uh, when I first met her, and then gradually has, has... metamorphosized into Greg Griffin. She does a lot of uh, voices on your favorite animated programs. Uh, I believe she's Velma on Scooby-Doo, maybe? Zoinks. <laughs> Sev- several other. She's always, she's like a regular, she's, uh, t- her and Tom Kenny are the most in-demand VO artists. That's right. I've known her a long time since college. Um, she had a very adorable baby. Mm-hmm. 
who's like a little fatso. <laughs> She's very precious. Yes. Just got a Christmas card from her yesterday and uh, all filled with uh, images of that baby. Yes. That baby is very cute. Why did I bring her up? Where was I headed with that? Um, Receipts. Receipts. Judge Judy. Judge Judy, yes. Okay, so <laughs> she liked Judge Judy so much that she went to the audience. And so there are several episodes of her in the front row, like making faces and making faces. Yeah. Like reacting like to reacting, what's going on. Like, like she can't believe it. That actually sounds like fun. I wonder if she still has them. You know what? It sounds like fun until you realize those shows are probably taped like 12 a day. Yeah. And you have to sit there for Yeah, probably. A full but day. We, like aren't you always upset when all the Judge Judy episodes that day are done? Yeah, Don't you wish you had always. like twelve? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. I know. Because they run them twelve a day. <laughs> <laughs> they run them twelve a day. Um Judge Judy, how old is she? How old of a woman is she? She I it seems like 40. she started as 80. <laughs> You know? I, she seems, I mean, she's kind of ageless. She's look, she remained is. this, look, she looks the same. Yeah. As she did, did she have work done? Unless they're just showing old episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been tracking the show. Do you think Judge Judy has any sort of vanity about her? Does she have, does she like, uh, it, it'll sometimes surprise me the people that, look, let's be honest. People, it's obvious when people have work done. Unless it's obvious. not and we're just like. There's that some people are so good at, but you would think the richest people in the world, like Tom Cruise and Sylvester Stallone, mm -hmm. they'd have the kind that you couldn't be able to tell, but we can tell about them, right? I don't think Tom, do you, do you think Tom Cruise oh, said work done? Yeah. Oh, honey, <laughs> grow up. <laughs> but, um, but I wonder if she has any kind of vanity about her or if she's just like, fuck it. This I, is the well, way I am. I think she values truth above all. Right. Because and she will often say. Truth and appearance. Truth and appearance. Mm -hmm. She will often say. Don't piss on my leg and tell me that it's raining. When do, when do you think she, that the, the first time that happened to some to her? Man, I think was that's, she a young girl and someone was like, "Hey, check it out." I think there was probably a guy thought he could get away with it, and and he started. Hey, pissing. shut up! It's just raining. He started pissing. No, hold on. Let's. Here's what I think the scenario yeah. was. You, why don't you play the role of Judge Judy? Okay. And you're standing there. You're waiting for a bus. Let's say you're a young okay. gal. You're, and is, you're, is my bailiff on this bus? No, no, no. This is before you're a judge. Oh, God. You're on your way to law school, as a matter of fact. Oh, my first yes. day? That's, it's your first day of law school. Oh, I can't wait to go to law school. You're waiting for the bus. That's exactly what you sound like. Uh, and then there's a man next to you, played by me. Okay, and do I know this man, or is this a complete you, stranger? This is a complete stranger. But you don't even see me Stranger yet. danger. You're not aware of me yet. Are you a ghost? Are you invisible? No, you, I'm just being unobtrusive. You're in the periphery, but my— But here's how I get your attention. Okay, got it. You feel— Something, a stream of liquid hitting your leg, hmm. your bare leg. Just my leg. Yes. my And I'm wearing like a miniskirt to go to law school for the first day? Not a miniskirt. So, but not uh, maybe a pencil skirt of some sort. Yeah, sure. Okay. Call great. it that. All right. I, I like to get not into Not a the, maxi skirt. Not a maxi. No, it's not like a, a bridal gown either. It's not, it's it doesn't not, have a train. You're not wearing a bridal gown to take <laughs> the bus to your first day of law school. What if I thought that that was what appropriate for the first day of law school? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't Better I would, wear a bridal gown just in case. I would think you wouldn't last long at law school. <laughs> Probably not. It's not for you. Although if you could argue about why you were Oh, it, well then head of the class. <laughs> So, starring Howard Hesman. <laughs> oh boy! Music by Tim Buck Three. <laughs> so you feel this stream of warm water, sure, on your leg. War yes, on warm water on the leg. You turn and you smell the smell of urine. Yeah. One would presume, sure. And I've had asparagus. <laughs> so you turn, you see me mm -hmm. urinating right on your leg. Right, penis out. 
penis out. <laughs> flying, flying proud. Yeah. At half-mast, perhaps. Now, you turn to me. Mm-hmm. What is your reaction at first? My reaction is probably, hey, dude. Hey, dude. Stop peeing on my leg. And I say, oh, it's raining. Okay. All right. I, I'll give you that. You believe me. I believe you. You, a young Judge Judy, believe, believe me? Yeah, I believe you. Law student Judy? I believe you. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, it's raining. It's raining. Okay, I but guess. But you've seen the evidence of your eyes. <sighs> I mean, I guess when I think about rain, it usually doesn't rain on your legs first. It's usually the head. No. <laughs> that's that's a, very true. That's a tip-off. It's an absolute tip-off. By the way, with that title, Don't Pee on My Leg. Mm-hmm. Why is she is – she, normally a, nor, of her book. That's her book as well. That's the title of her book. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not fucking kidding you. Is that true? Engineer Cody Ryan, could you please look up Judge please Judy? Please look up Judge Judy Judge P. Judge Judy book. Just Isn't Judge nice? Judy P. <laughs> <laughs> and just whatever comes up, we'll watch. <laughs> Image search. <laughs> but no, uh, do you think that it was softened to be like instead of a human man peeing on a head – doesn't it make more sense that it would go it would be head if it was raining? I don't know. Or was she changing into a dog like a dog pees on fire uh, fire plugs and legs? And you think she was changing into a dog? <laughs> was she transforming into a dog? Like the Shaggy Wait, DA? Is Judge Judy <laughs> like hey, a Shaggy DA situation is where Is Judge Judy under a curse? <laughs> Not a Chinese curse. Not a Chinese curse. But a Shaggy DA style curse. Yes. Where she changes into a dog sometimes in the middle of court. Yeah. Can you look that up, Engineer Cody Ryan? Is Judge Judy a Shaggy DA curse? <laughs> and whatever comes up, we'll watch. <laughs> whatever whatever <laughs> happens to come up. Whatever. We'll watch. Whatever it is. So I think you have a, <laughs> you have a pretty good idea of what the show is from this, right? Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. If you're still listening. <laughs> okay, so let's get to it. What we're doing today, we've been counting down the top 16 episodes of 2017. Today yeah, we're going to count, know. we're going to uh, listen to 12, 11, then we're going to crack the top 10 and get 10 and 9. Mm. And that's very exciting. And um, th- I got to say, this is uh, these are uh, good four episodes we're going to be listening to here. So I'm very excited for Finally. you all. I really enjoyed the last ones, uh, and these are a good four. So I'm, I, I hope you're going to enjoy it. And uh, we're going to be counting them down sequentially from the highest to lowest countdown style. Right? That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's how most countdowns go. Right, Engineer Cody Ryan, could you look up countdown style? <laughs> and we'll watch whatever comes and up. We'll watch whatever comes up. <laughs> if it's, look, if it's an hour long program, we'll watch it. <laughs> if it wh- whatever it happens to be. <laughs> if it's an old episode of Countdown with Keith Olbermann, sure, we'll watch we'll it. We'll watch it well, no matter what. Um, let's get to it. Let's get to your first episode on this countdown. And uh, this is episode number 12. Number one, two. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Episode number 12. Uh, Okay, now this is very interesting, Paul. Mm. I believe it's very interesting. Go on. Statistically, this is very interesting. This is episode, previous to this, we had pre-Fontaine, meaning pre-500 episodes. That's right. This is episode 521. Mm. This, in fact, is so late, this is the last possible ep 
that could have been, that was included in our eligibility period. This is episode 521 from November 20th, right before Thanksgiving. The Monday before Thanksgiving. This is episode, an episode called Bing Bong Goodbye. Bing Bong Goodbye. Bing Bong Goodbye. Let me talk about who's on this episode. We have the return of John Hodgman. Sure. John Hodgman, who was uh, in our episode number 15, appears again in the countdown with the second of his appearances in this calendar year. Only on the show twice this year and, and made both, best of both in times. Best of. Amazing. We also have Lauren Lapkus. This is her first appearance in the countdown as Todd. Uh, Todd is a character that is my nephew. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if she ever if she came in and it was my nephew Todd or I can't remember why. I think I think he was your nephew from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. okay. But I think it was a character that she did before Bang Bang. I, I Pro- can't really remember. Probably she does Todd on her Netflix character special yes. and has no relation to me. But uh, we also have John Gabris as Gino. Oh, did he do Gino for this one? He did Gino for this one. So. <laughs> uh, John Gabris is a wonderful improviser, uh, great, funny guy, and he has, with the exception of one live episode, only done Gino on this show. By the way, I saw on Reddit. Mm-hmm. There why, was, are you, why are you there? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't like myself. Get off. Uh, there was uh, some discussion about that live episode where John – did a different character. This was in England. This, was, I believe, was in Nottingham? No, this is not Nottingham. It was uh, the other one that we did. Leeds. Leeds, probably. Yeah, I Leeds. believe it was Leeds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he did a character which which really, and he told us beforehand, I believe he, he told us beforehand. He believe, We took him to England. Uh, Lauren had to drop out due to a medical emergency. And so uh, we took fan favorite John Gabrus with us. Um, but John does not do multiple characters. And as he was going on the tour, he was like, are you expecting me to do a bunch of characters? I was like, no, you can do Gino the whole time or do whatever you want. And so he, on one episode, decided he wanted to do a totally different character. Yeah, except it was going to be... Gino disguised as a different character. I don't know that I knew that. I can't, I don't think that we talked about I can't remember if he told us beforehand, but then as he's doing it, he is dropping hints that he's Gino. Okay. There was, there was a discussion on Reddit was that (laughs) you and I didn't like the character he was doing. And so we told, we essentially shamed him out of doing it. No. Over, during the course of the show. No, it was great. (laughs) It was funny. I, I remember that, uh, (laughs) <laughs> Not being disappointed, but thinking that that character could have been that character the whole show because yeah. it was really funny. It, it was hilarious. Yeah. Right. Yeah, anyway, yeah. John John primarily on this show does uh, Gino and uh, almost exclusively. But Gino is such a funny, fun character uh, and audience favorite. Uh, this is uh, – we don't know if he'll appear in the countdown later, but uh, he, he certainly – after – I will say after a few years he w- uh, where he was consistently doing good work on episodes that were not voted in, mm-hmm. uh, it's a pleasure to see him on the countdown this year. That's right. Uh, we also have Darcy Carden, who people will know from The Good Place mm-hmm. currently, where she, she plays, plays Janet, Janet uh, fan favorite character there. She is on this episode playing uh, the reprise of her character, Caroline Belinda Carlisle, <laughs> who I think is a teacher. Uh, although that doesn't, the teaching doesn't come, seem to come up all that much because we get very off track. Now, this is interesting because this episode, um, people, I remember when it came out, people were like, wow, this was like a, one of the best episodes this year, but it probably won't end up at the countdown because it's too recent. Mm-hmm. 
And I will say it was not even in contention for maybe the first half of voting. It was it was maybe around 20 or so. And this episode had a very late surge of a lot of people voting for it, um, shooting it all the way up to episode 12, and uh, deservedly so. I think this is a really fun episode, so let's get to it. This is Bing Bong Goodbye, episode 521 from November 20th. This is your episode 12. Number one, two. Have the two of you met before, by the way, John and uh, Gino uh, over Gino, here? Gino and I have worked together before when I'm in town. Yes, I normally have. I normally have a a, pr- a professional valet. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, or a squire. And, and a squire. I thought is what I thought I was doing because it's a horse and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the guy downstairs almost fucked me. He tucked a little valet tag right in the horse's butthole. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I know it has no wipers, but this you cannot do this. Right. <laughs> I was like, and why was that your first instinct? And you're so casual. Yeah. And don't you think the eyebrows are the wipers of a horse? Yeah, how big are brows on Clydesdales? I couldn't really take notice. <laughs> they have big, big, bushy eyebrows. Uh, they're they like really Peter do. Gallagher style. Yeah, they're like Groucho Marx. They're the Anyone named Gallagher, really. They're the owls of the equine world. <laughs> Folks, my name's John Hodgman. You think you know me, but you don't. I don't ride a Clydesdale. What? I'm a regular. That was a joke. Oh, fuck. Wait, there's an epilogue to this where you say you don't ride a Clydesdale? I'm a regular human being. Oh, that horse is dead, though. I'm just a... Uh, <laughs> Oh, shit. That wasn't a Clydesdale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I've been fucking jamming oats down this thing's gullet the whole time. What the fuck was that that you wrote in on? It was a Vespa. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You've been jamming oats down. <laughs> that thing might not run. Oh, no. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back here with uh, our intern Gino, of course, and John Hodgman Hello. of uh, television fame. Uh, have you ever been in a movie? I have been in a movie. I Which was one? In, uh, like one of those Guardians of the Galaxy things? Ba- baby Mama. Uh, oh, not Baby Driver. Not, no, it was the prequel. <laughs> was that to you baby and Baby Driver? Driver? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're, 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 they're wiping out, uh, they're CGI-ing me in instead of they Kevin should. Spacey. They should, yes. For... Just take Kevin Spacey out of any movie and then put John Hodgman in. You're also yeah. one of the guys in Eyes Wide Shut that's just blocking some nudity, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm the nudity blocker in almost uh, all... Uh, Delta airplane versions of R-rated movies. You're just CGI sipping tea and yeah, saying exactly, platinum exactly. status. <laughs> oh, a diamond, thank you. I'm oh, two, excuse me. Two thousand a diamond. Ooh, okay. Two thousand a diamond. That should be a Neil Diamond song. Uh, hey, sorry. Uh, keep keep uh, it down, please. Keep it down. No. Shut up. No. I'm doing a show. I need help with my homework. I can't help you with your homework. What What are you even studying? I'm studying the Mayflower and shit. I don't know anything about the fucking Mayflower. I have to write a whole paper on so how America was made. Write it. I don't give a I shit. I can't. You're the one who's supposed to teach me everything. You're my father figure. <sighs> what about your teacher figure? That's the person who's supposed to teach you everything. I'm supposed to come in with a full report or I'm going to get in big trouble. Well, you should listen in class, young man. Shut up. Let's make sure we leave all this in. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, This is my nephew, Todd. Uh, He's staying with me. Uh, Oh, hey, Todd. I haven't seen you in a hot minute. How are you? You know. I'm sorry. I have to do it how my uncle says. Uh, Hello, Mr. Sir. How are you? Nice to see you. May I kiss your ring? Thank you, Todd. Um, No, because it's a toe ring. I wouldn't recommend kissing it. (laughs) Ugh. Nasty. Um, my fingers are too thin to hold on to regular rings, even the smallest child size. Yeah, I was going to say. I have a say. Claire's girl's belly button ring on my big toe right now. Oh, my gosh. You got that at uh. Claire's. I have a friend who works at Claire's. You do? Yeah, her, my friend Tracy. Yeah, he's oh. friends with a teenager. He, uh, he's a little freak, and he won't even hang out with me, though. He hangs out with teenage girls all the time. Shut up, Todd. <laughs> 
You're, no way. You're, you are uh, disrespectful. Well, can you just tell me one fact about America and the Mayflower and Pilgrims and Indians? Just so I can have something to start my paper with. I know that we didn't land on Plymouth Rock, but Plymouth Rock landed on us. Yeah, can you incorporate what? that somehow? That makes sense. A rock landed on us? Yeah, I think it's metaphorical. Uh, they, had, they had buckles on their baseball hats. <laughs> All right, I'm putting that in. They, they like to cinch them up real tight. Fine, I'm putting that in. Put that hey, in. mister, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you, sir. May How I you kiss do? your ring? Uh, that would be inappropriate. My uncle said I have to do it to every man I meet. <laughs> well, I uh, I don't want to have my face erased from every movie, so please stay over there. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, it's know? already been erased from all but one. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, wait, I was also in Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, sorry, that's right, I forgot. Uh, and I think they're going to CG me eye in for Pitch CG Perfect. CG me eye? <laughs> <laughs> CG me I. <laughs> They're going to CG I me I in. <laughs> Just my eye. Just blinking on They're Elizabeth Banks' forehead. Right, in Pittsburgh. Are you three. Irish? That's right. They're going to CG me I into every movie. Yarg, be CG'd me I. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Irish, but I am from New England, so I do know Wait. quite a bit about Massachusetts. And uh, yeah, John, this is my nephew Todd. Hi, uh, hi uh, my uncle locks me in a closet every night. Um, that's, I, that's fine. That's right? something I need to report. He makes me sleep. <laughs> on the, it's just makes, discipline. He okay. makes me sleep standing up in the closet, and then as a reward, I get to sleep in the tub. Oh, a if reward you, for what? For being good for a week. Oh, if you okay. can sleep standing up, then you can sleep anywhere. It's I'm training you. Yeah. That's true. For what? What exactly? <laughs> Once he gets in the military. Okay, that's true. They are. They are. They do have him sleeping standing this up. This seems like the kind of sick fuck that should go right into yeah. the military. I don't want to go in the military. I'm sorry, but the minute you're 18, how old are you again, by the way? Oh, uh, middle school. <laughs> right. You can't jerk off in military. You get in trouble. I'm sorry, but just that's- like jail. They put you in jerk-off jail. Oh, you can jerk off in jail. <laughs> jerk off jail sounds pretty good. Yeah. I did eight hours in a drunk tank, and they let me jack off like 15 times. Someone just kept you. <laughs> yeah. well, you. Well, they made me jerk off 10 times, and they let me do five more. Well, you would. <laughs> As a tip? Oh, well, you said W-O-U-L-D. Oh, I almost came. Yeah, the homonyms don't count? Oh, yeah, homonyms. I'm sorry. No, ho- no homo. Homonyms. <laughs> I almost it. came, but then it stopped. Um, oh, that's the worst. You got to get that one out. That'll go toxic. You're, you haven't gone through puberty Squeeze. yet. <laughs> yep, just pull it out like toothpaste. Do you still have? Uh, I don't, John. I don't know. I'm if officially you, distancing myself from this entire conversation. I don't know if you know this about Todd, but no, Todd, I don't know anything Todd, about Todd. Todd wished himself big. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, uh, I I found a Zoltar machine. I wished myself big, and yeah. I got. Um, uh, I got big for a little bit, but then I got back to small, and my dick stayed big. Oh, no, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's pretty lucky, I that, guess. Uh, so, yeah. So I, you're aging into your own penis now, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Every day, a little bit older other than that penis. <laughs> right. Yeah. Does your, wait, does your penis also age, so you'll have an old man's penis when it's you're in your 20s? It's honestly really wrinkled already. <laughs> well, no, it's got to get hard, and then it, <laughs> it smooths it He's out. He's always trying to teach me this. <laughs> Right now it looks wrinkled, but then it gets hard, he says. Just give it a chance, he says. Look at this video, he says. Todd, I'm going to make a quick call. No, no, John, no, I need I just, you. I need you. I, you're, you. You were saying you're from Massachusetts. I, you can, I, you, I really feel like I need to call someone right no, now. Call my mommy. She abandoned me. Yeah, oh, my sister. Where she is she? She just doesn't even care. She she was at the carnival uh, one day yeah. well, several years she, ago. We lost each other because I got big, and she didn't recognize me, even though I kept saying, Mommy, Mommy, it's me. I'm just large now and old. Wait, you never told me that that's what happened. That's why you're stuck with me. Yeah. I'm stuck with you, I mean. Well, well, regardless. 
this. I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so she's off. Wait, now, even though your even though your 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 private area is still that of a 35 year old man. How yeah. do you know it's 35? <laughs> He's seen the film it? big. <laughs> I'm just taking it. That's just a statistically correct guess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but now you, but you look, you look like a, you look like a child and you could go back to your mom now. She would recognize you. No, well, my uncle Scott, he claims that I'm being captured, uh, or being forced to stay with him, but he's captured me. He kept me there. He really wants me there, I guess. She left no forwarding contact info. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess you just really love me so much is what it really is. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I love you like we all love our families at Thanksgiving, right? I mean, that's uh, coming up, right? How do you love them at Thanksgiving? (laughs) You know, you're forced to be around them. Oh, Come on! We've had great times. All the movie nights. I, I we watch his favorite movie, movie over and over again. It's a weird one. Wait, what's his favorite movie? Cocoon. What? <laughs> he begs me to watch. It would be, kind of the it would be weirder if it were Cocoon too, and he'd never seen the first one. <laughs> I love those old people acting like youngsters. Yeah, oh, right. He because he never used the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. He gets up in front of the TV and dances around and acts out all the parts. That's right. <laughs> I do the Wilford Brimley do the, do the, diving in the cannonball. Do pool. the do the Don Amici break dance right now. Oh, here we I go. dare you. Oh my God! Oh, oh, wow! Holy moly! You do have an Amici-like quality to Amici-like. Have you guys tried? (laughs) Have you guys tried getting Todd's genitals into a cocoon type situation to de-age? He dipped my genitals in a cocoon, right? And then it came out as a butterfly. (laughs) No, I wrapped. He wrapped it in toilet paper that was wet. I did that because you were always. Taking them out and showing them to people. Taking what out? Your your genitals. You're not oh, supposed them, to do that. You your jennies. <laughs> we pluralize it, you know, as an adult. My jennies? Yeah. <laughs> Whip out your jennies. <laughs> Whip out your eight six seven five three zero nines. That's what he says. And then I have to sing eight six seven five three zero nine while I wing it around. I just felt did, it hit the table leg. Did the knowledge? Did the knowledge of that song come with your supernatural getting big? Did you? I've never did you heard absorb all of the middle age <laughs> culture that comes no. with being a, a weird dad? I've only heard it from him singing it. That's how he wakes up every morning. Eight six seven. Well, it's eight o'clock, and it reminds me of it. <laughs> I wake up at 8 o'clock. How is that too late? this paper? I'm going to be in so much trouble. Yeah, well, John, what facts do you have? You're from Massachusetts. So what are you studying? The Mayflower? I got to tell my teacher how America started. Okay. She doesn't know. Well, first of all, we didn't land at Plymouth Rock. Huh? Plymouth Rock landed on us. Wait See? a second. That's what the I United know. States yeah. was started by a meteor strike. But what about all the Indians and pilgrims? They were never there. Native Americans. Native, yeah. The pilgrims oh. were the first ones here. There were never any Native Americans here. So who no, were the original that's not Americans? True. We, we killed them all. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. I'm writing this all down with here's no what, context. Here's what happened. <laughs> Bunch of white people came, saw something that someone else had owned. They said, this is ours now. We're big bullies. Here's some blankets, smallpox. We're going to form some states. Let's get some slavery in here. You could also use this exact essay for the... If your teacher ever asks you about rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. if they ever ask me about my life with Uncle Scott. <laughs> he, he kidnapped me, stole my land. Gave you smallpox blankets. <laughs> Wrapped me in smallpox blankets. Yeah, I have to you toughen you up. Manhattan for $32. <laughs> Missouri wanted to come in as a slave state, so the guys running it were like, mm, we don't want to expand slavery because slavery is a human crime. So what we'll do to make it morally acceptable is we'll admit a free state as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a lot of good ideas. That's how Maine became a state. Mm-hmm. After that, it's all... Newhart and shit. Can you just write my paper for me? You wrote a book. Yeah, do you mind writing the, yeah. I thought you were writing all that down on the dry erase board. Of course I was. Okay. You didn't erase John's other book idea. All right, here's what you want to do. Oh, shit, I did. (laughs) What was your other book idea? Do you remember? It was was all about becoming Diamond Delta Medallion. I mean, Delta (laughs) Diamond Medallion. 
CG me. CG me. I have a cargo card for flying. They put me in the bottom with all the puppies. Well, <laughs> last it's time cheaper. I, I'm last sorry. Last time I had to go dookie in a puppy cage. Yeah, well, you know, I'm sorry that you had to be in there with yeah, that. It's just cheaper. Don't I don't have the money to, you know, buy you a plane ticket. Where we did we even go? You never let me be unblindfolded on your whole trip. Well, you know, you, it's not a blindfold. It's that doggy costume that I make you wear. <laughs> Yeah. So you, we can get you, you gotta, down there. You got to get Todd registered as a service animal because then you can fly them under the seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go online, get a phony psychiatrist yeah. to the to Universal you. Life Church. That's right. We went somewhere warm, and you were sitting by water. I could hear it moving, and you had me at your feet the whole time. <laughs> and you kept saying, "More, mo- more mocha lattes, please," and had all these people fanning you. That's what I like to drink on vacation. <laughs> is mocha like, lattes. Nothing like getting out in the sun by the pool and smashing <laughs> yeah. down some chocolate lattes. Just diarrhea, chocolate diarrhea juice. He likes to know what it's going to look like coming out, so he only eats stuff that looks the same as poop. <laughs> I'll have another bowl of peanut butter and chocolate pudding stirred up. <laughs> well, I don't know Just how like you Bob Marley should. would say. <laughs> ah, I'm the land of ivory. <laughs> well, Oprah to- once said a good poop looks like a brown banana. She also said people <laughs> fart 14 times a day. I don't know what she's talking about half the time. She really I'll get, I get all my 14 out first thing in the morning. That's my move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then you're not bothered for the rest of the day. Yeah, then I don't have to worry about farting on the plane, train, right. or automobile. I like to take my time with it and use it when I feel like it to punctuate. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was clutch. You Wait, got what, your ass to that what, microphone fast. What number is that for you today? <laughs> Todd just completely Nine. spun like a, the Like John Hodgman yeah. spinning yeah, around exactly. in his chair. Right, yeah, yeah. But the other axes. Doing a Dennis Miller spin, but the yeah. other way around. Yeah. It was almost like Superman trying to turn back and time. And I am out of here. If <laughs> I could turn back time. Another one. That's it's how an... Scott falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remember what I did the night before. Share down, Jenny up, baby. <laughs> Well, look, uh, help her out with this uh, while we get to our next Who? guest. That, uh, him, uh, him. You're I such. Like to, I like to emasculate you. It's not fair. Look at this. Uh, <laughs> holy shit! No, that's well over thirty-five years old. That thing. It's heavy. Good God, yeah, it's Feel heavy. The it's mostly balls. You got to be fifty, sixty, possibly a gym teacher. It gets heavier as you get older, right? Oh, it gets way heavier. They say lead accumulates in your scrotum. Cool. To protect you from radiation, but it also has side effects of being pretty heavy because lead's one of the densest materials. But Superman can't see through it, so right. So it's ideal for you. <laughs> protect your sperm from Superman's ice, <laughs> right? Because he can count them from a distance, and that's the last thing you want. From a those distance, <laughs> that's, that's how Scott, Scott eats lunch. He eats lunch from a distance. <laughs> I like to keep my lunch on the other end of the table. Good and clean. As he watches the, the Postmates track delivery. Down <laughs> Well, look, God is watching us. Todd. God Todd. is watching us. Todd, stop singing. God is watching us. Todd, shut the fuck up. From a distance. We got to get to our next guest, Sorry. Todd. Are you going to be a good little boy? Yeah, daddy. Okay. We need to get to our next guest. Uh, this is uh, very exciting, and we don't often get a guest of this caliber, all right? I know we have John Hodgman on. He's an author. Uh, been, in two, <laughs> been in two movies, but this is this is exciting. Okay. All right. Be on your best behavior, please. I'm putting on my bow tie. Okay. Thank you so much. All <laughs> I right. was also in movie 43. I uh, I played the penguin. Oh, I think I think punches. just let's not. <laughs> let's just stick. We'll leave that part out. No, too. you we'll don't. <laughs> I shouldn't. Shouldn't be on my IMDb page. Don't. You don't have to bring it up. Well, when, so, you know, because you know, my wife's joining me on the book tour, and I'm gonna. 
have her introduce me tomorrow, so I was going to have her say yeah. that from uh, movie forty from movie forty three. Well, that was the only so. you know you, you only know him from movie forty three. Yeah, that's right. That's Everyone, how she knows you. That's how we met. That's how we met. Actually, <laughs> she was craft services on uh, movies one was, through forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the premiere of movie forty three, and she was the other person there. So we quickly <laughs> fell in love and became married. Uh, I love a good meet cute. Mm-hmm, that's right. And mm, cute meat. Yummy, meat cute. cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, don't speak. You can't say yeah. Don't speak. Meat. Is that what you yeah. said? Don't speak. I <laughs> know. Uh, just what you think. That's why I sing when I put you to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to our next I know guest. what you're thinking. Good night. That's <laughs> yep. terrifying. <laughs> I don't want him to jerk off like he's in the army. Army rules, no jerking Army off. Army rules at my house. <laughs> Sleep standing up, That's no jerking off. That's why I gotta keep off. doing it in secret. It's getting bad. Where have you been doing it? I can't say. <laughs> You'll get punished. <laughs> I'll get punished? Uh-huh. By whom? The neighbors? Yeah, because I'm doing it in their cars. Oh, God. You're breaking into our neighbor's <laughs> no, car? No, I'm just doing it in the gas tank. <laughs> okay. See how far I can Wait, run. Wait, you didn't do it in the Vespa downstairs, did you? Uh, that Clydesdale? <laughs> Was there a lot of oatmeal and whatever you're jerking Big off into? eyebrows, oatmeal, <laughs> yep, that's, that's about right. handlebars. <laughs> Number one, two. Who baby? Who baby? Who baby? Who who baby? Who baby? What baby? What, what child is this? <laughs> who baby is this? <laughs> who, who baby is who this? Who baby? <laughs> well, that was a fun. That was a fun clip. I enjoyed that show. That's uh, and and very recent. Normally, the people. I mean, we've talked about it on the show. Look, look, we've talked about this before. People vote for the recent episodes yes. a lot of times because they're fresher they're fresh in the minds. Mind. But that said, when they're this fresh, people say, "I don't have enough distance from it. Maybe I shouldn't vote for it." Yeah. But this I'm one, still feeling the effects of it. Mm-hmm. People loved it so much. Uh, it's just from a month ago, and it's it's number twelve on our countdown. I mean, so. that's crazy. How long is the voting period? About a month. 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 And good for John Hodgman. Always great. Uh, he's been on the show several times, but never been in our top, uh, our countdown, I believe. So it's great to, that he has two episodes. I, he's made the worst of many times. <laughs> yep. This is the first Just time. Just in friendship as well. Oh, yeah. Worst friend. Yeah. Of 2017. When we do the Council of Friends meeting <laughs> yep. every year. I, we all have to find our hoods. And that, to me, since we're only doing it once a year, I'm always like, where did I put my hood, honey? I know. I know. Just put it in the closet with the winter coats. I know, but you know it's easy for you to say. It is, but then I, get I just it, said it. But then I toss it off the minute we get back from our council of friends meeting, and then I don't remember where I put it. Well, you gotta. It's like your play clothes versus your school clothes. That's true. Come home, you fold. When your I come school home from the play that I was in, that's right. I'm playing Hamlet. That's right. I put my pontoons away, and you come home to get homeschooled. <laughs> Pontoons. Is that something? No. No, what am well, I thinking I mean, of? it is something, but it's right, not something you wear. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of those, like, stri- Pantaloons? Pan- well, yeah, I guess that's probably, but what am I thinking of with the, like, the, like, flowy, like, bulbous? The puffy shorts? Yeah, the puffy shorts. <laughs> I think those are pantaloons. Are those pantaloons? Pantalons. Right. Pantalons. Speaking of pantalons, uh, it's time. Oh, I got no, nothing. No, there's no way. I quite often start a segue, and I can yeah. get it in the middle, but that not one is this tough. Time. You that looked at me tough. in fear. That was a tough one. Um, we can't, speaking of pantalons, we can't go along with this episode without taking a break. Nope. Uh. Okay. No. The reviews are in. We need to take a break. <laughs> we when, need it. When we come back, we'll have, oh, this is great. One of my favorite episodes of the year. Um, when we come back, we are going to have your episode number 11 after this. 
<laughs> hey, Paul. Yes, Scott. I got to tell you something. I'll listen to anything you have to say. This, you may want to sit down for this. I will sit down. And put, put your put your uh, what's that thing surrounding the hole in your butt? Your your butt. Put your butt down on the chair. Yeah. Consider it done. Because <laughs> because this may blow your socks right up to your nose holes. Support for today's show comes from Audible. The Wait a minute. Yeah. Audible.com? Audible.com. Yeah. It come support comes from them today. They're supporting you? Yes. Can you believe it? I can't. It, I won't. It's it defies belief. It the, defies logic. <laughs> but somehow they're doing it. Did I tell you what Audible is? I mean, I know, but pretend I don't. Okay, well, Audible offers an unmatched selection of audiobooks, audio original books. audio shows, right. news, comedy, and more. More. From the leading audiobook publishers, publishers broadcasts, broadcasts, entertainers, yeah. magazine and magazine, newspaper publishers, newspaper publishers and business information business providers. Information yes, providers. of course. Yes, yes. yes, I know. Everyone knows these things, yeah. okay? So Audible is a great place. It's like known. What I call when I turn on my computer and I'm flipping around websites, I'm like, mm. there's nothing good on. I then I say to myself, <laughs> you gotta remember Audible. It's my favorite website. <laughs> now, membership. To Audible includes a free audio book. Oh, I know this. It includes you know free this. It, it, yes. One free audio book a month. Right, right, right. right. And exclusive sales. Exclusive sales. 30% off or no, 70 or like they'll pay 70%, 70% for all regularly priced right. audio books. Audio books, yeah. And unlike a streaming or a rental service, a which a lot point. of these places are, yeah. with Audible, you own you your keep, books. You keep your books. You keep you own them. them. You it's keep like a reverse library. Right. Finally. It's like a library where you get to tell the librarian, hey, leave me alone. They flip the old script. crone. You old crone. You'll never get I'm married. I'm keeping this book. You're like. You're an old maid. You're like. In, it's a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful life. An old maid, Mary. She's not the library. She's an old maid. You old building alone. You can access these books anytime. Anytime. Anywhere. No one can arrest you for this. No. Right from your smartphone. Yeah. And we're not saying that you pick up your smartphone and you press a button and then all of the knowledge is beamed into your head, like psychically. That is a common misconception. I remember I thought that. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll have the, the memory of that book in my brain. No, you have to actually you yeah, have to read this thing on the, the smartphone. Yeah, yeah, listen to it, whatever you, you do. read it, listen, however you Who like. cares? I don't care what you do. I don't care but about right you. right now, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Now, normally, if you're in the middle of a 30-day trial, you've done something horribly wrong. That's right. And you may be going to jail. Yeah. But with this— And you either have— the worst lawyer or the best. <laughs> or you've done something so bad that it's lasting that long. Yeah. Uh, but with Audible, it's a dream. You're going you're gonna to savor each of these 30 days. 30-day dream. All you do is go to audible.com slash bangbang and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. You download a title for free and you start listening. It's that easy. It is that easy. It could not be easier. There's no way it's that easy. It's that easy. Paul, it's that easy. What if I'm dumb? <sighs> That's a good hypothetical. Mm -hmm. I've never considered yeah, this. Yeah, you didn't see that coming. So are you so dumb that you, when you pick up a smartphone, you think it's like a brick and you throw it at someone? Yeah, me throw brick. <laughs> me throw brick, me play joke. <laughs> um, just go to audible.com slash bang bang. Or this is interesting. You can text bang bang to 500 500 and get started today. How does that work? That's insane. I'm going to be honest. When you said this is interesting, I was like, you know, but 
It actually it is actually interesting. is interesting. It's interesting. Just text bang bang to five hundred five hundred. That's insanity. Will it go faster if I just text a thousand? <laughs> <laughs> or or ten? That's another way to add them all up. Uh, the five, five plus five plus zero plus zero plus zero True. plus zero. Yeah, got me. Numerology. Uh, just one. Get rid of that zero and the ten. <laughs> yep. Give your book recommendations. Oh, sorry. No, this is what they're asking me to do. <laughs> I Okay, Scott, any books you can recommend? As always, the Bible. It's the only, only book, book you'll you need. ever need. Only book you it's need. It's a ton of books inside a giant book. Oh. Uh, if you want to hear what people speak, <laughs> you <laughs> gotta <laughs> check out the Bible. And that that girl, my girl Ruth. Oh, oh my girl dang. Ruth. <laughs> oh dang. About the song of Solomon, my favorite song. Oh dang. <laughs> if you want to figure out what's gonna happen in 2018, <laughs> Revelations. Um dang. You can use <laughs> go to audible. You can use. Where did that come from? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the. You can use your computer to go to audible.com. Sure. Hey, hey, you saved it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Go to audible.com slash bang bang or text bang bang to 500 500 to get a free audiobook with a 30 day trial today. Audible, listen to your books. <laughs> comedy bang bang, ah! comedy bang bang, comedy, comedy bang, bang bang, comedy bang bang. bang, bang. No, comedy it's not the bang, beginning bang. of the show. Uh, That's got, not Reggie. You Watts. got tricked, you idiot. You dumb motherfucker. I hate you. Ah, good Reggie Watts impression though. You have to admit. Thank you. Um, no, I was talking to myself <laughs> and saying you have to admit. <laughs> um, so welcome back to the countdown. We're counting down the top episodes of the year. Paul F. Tompkins and I, yeah. and uh, we just heard uh, from Bing Bong Goodbye, uh, the uh, <laughs> first episodes of Lauren Lapkus and John Gabers on the countdown. And uh, now we are going to go to uh, a great episode. I was very excited to record this. This is your episode number 11. Number one, one. Number 11. This one goes to 11. <laughs> yes, thank you, Nigel Saint. Nigel Tufnell. Tufnell, is that what it was? Who's yes. the Gibbon Dave, Saint? David Saint Hubbins. Da- Gibbon Saint Gibbons. No, not Gibbon. What? <laughs> Stop talking about Gibbons all the when, time. When do you think that I last saw Spinal Tap? By the way, would it surprise you to know? Probably about three weeks, two ago? months ago. Oh, really? Is that <laughs> yeah. true? Yes. <laughs> and I can't remember the names. I haven't seen it in years, darling. Really, really, it's a uh, one of my. Holds up. It's, uh, it's amazing. Uh. Okay, did I say did I say number eleven? Yeah, yet? you did, man. Oh, okay, okay. So we got talking about okay, Spinal okay, Tap. Okay, okay, okay. They fuck you at the drive-through. <laughs> That's another movie I just watched. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Why did you watch that? Two separate projects. <laughs> uh, I watched Spinal Tap for one project, and I watched Lethal Weapon two for another. Wow. <laughs> um, this is an episode that I was very excited to record. This is episode 514 mm. from October 16, a month before the last episode that we mm. just heard a clip from. Mm. This is an episode called The Calvin's Twins Return. Oh, sure. Now, uh, three and a half years ago. Can you imagine? Can you even imagine a world where it was three and a half years ago? <laughs> I don't even. Uh, I mean, there there are there are babies who are. Younger than this episode. Yeah, we're three and a half years in the future now. There are babies who have babies younger than this this episode. There are grandchildren being born every day. <laughs> now, you may be wondering why, and please give us a grandson. Please. <laughs> please. Would it kill you to you give gonna, us one when grandson? When are you going to give us a grandson? Make it a masculine child. <laughs> um, 
you may wonder, hey, this is the best of 2017. Why are you bringing it up three and a half years ago? Well, three and a half years ago, we recorded, uh, in my opinion, a classic Comedy Bang Bang episode. I believe in it was episode 150 or something. I mean, it's like That's very early. Um, and this was uh, Taryn Killam, <laughs> whom people will know from Saturday Night Live, had a four-year tenure, I believe, on that show. Um and Paul Britton, whom people may also remember from Saturday Night Live, had about a year on that show. Uh, they – I don't know whether they were friends before SNL, but they certainly are great friends now. And uh, they love to improvise together. They love it. And uh, three and a half years ago, they did an episode called The Calvin's Twins. And uh, the story behind that episode was um, – we didn't know anything about what they were going to do. And they didn't, they hadn't talked about it previous to the episode. And, uh, prior to the episode, they looked at each other and said, well, what do you want to do? And, and I believe it was Taryn who said, maybe we could do like people who own horses. I think maybe that was the extent of it. Maybe even, People who are horse promoters. Maybe they had that right. much. I don't I don't even know that they had that much. The episode that they did was one of the more insane episodes that we have ever done. Mm-hmm. The the improvising details. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but when they did those characters on the Comedy Bang Bang television show, I asked our writer's assistant, uh, Caroline Anderson, if she could listen to the episode and type out the plot because we couldn't remember all right. of the details. And it's one of the most insane documents I've ever received, mm-hmm. this email, which had all of their all of the Calvin's Twins details of everything about their business. But they are they are promoters of horse fighting. They They own horses that do uh, horse boxing matches mm-hmm. to the death. That's right. And they have presided over thousands, tens of thousands of horse deaths over their <laughs> career. And they have a uh, they have a place that they do these horse deaths, uh, these horse fights, the Calvin's Twins Bee Honey Horse Farm, I believe. <laughs> uh, and all of this was improvised. They had mm-hmm. not talked about any of it. Um, as as much of this show is, we, you, we normally don't talk a lot about what we're going to do on the show. We just, everything is improvised. Um, and this was one of the more fun episodes that we've done. Now, they... A lot of well, now, times. Now, hold on a second. Yeah. What you were describing was the first time they That was were the first one, three and a half years ago. Yes. So now, they're playing the same characters coming back. One would think that it was so popular we would do at least one a year or something. But for some reason, we've never done a sequel right. to it. Uh, Taryn had a film coming out uh, this last October. Killing Gunther. Killing Gunther. And uh, so I asked him, hey, do you want to do an episode? And what if we did a sequel to this? Mm-hmm. And... It was as easy as just asking them. They said yes, and Taryn said, "Hey, could I? Could we also have Ryan Gall, mm-hmm. whom we also all heard in Killing Gunther? Also, who because he's in Killing Gunther, mm-hmm. we could have Ryan Gall being a rival horse promoter." So that was all that we talked about before the episode, mm-hmm. and it again became one of the crazier episodes that we've ever done. Uh, so let's hear – this is just a clip of it. I, I recommend you go back and listen to the entire episode because it's a delight the entire time. This is your episode number 11. This is the Calvin's Twins Return. Number one, one. 
Welcome back to the show, guys. Oh, Thank pleasure you for to be having a pleasure to be here. I'm feeling tickled, pickled, right rickled, and 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 tickled. and Jack McNichol. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. So you feel Don Rickled as well as Jack? Well, I'm jabbering and gibbering and burning and zinging and zapping. And <laughs> before we get up to all that, I brought you brought you a fresh. Fresh jug of Calvin Twins beef farm horse fighting field honey. Oh my God! Oh, put that on your oh, toast. That is heavy. My you goodness! You put that right there on your toast. That's this a five-gallon jug of honey. Is this a lifetime supply? Would you say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a sad lifetime. If you only go through five I, gallons. You better be scooping handfuls by the end of this episode. Oh, okay, oh. I apologize. Drink guys. it down. Coat uh, the throat. <laughs> Okay, certainly. I, I have been known to get a touch of laryngitis here and there, so I appreciate sure. this. Oh, that'll, that'll you, take care of it your right pipe, quick. You, yeah, you, you're using your pipes for a living. I mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Talking on this podcast. And that's I fun. use my pipes at home as well whenever I take big shits, so uh, that's... <laughs> d- can, can I pour it down there? And will it help with that? <laughs> Please put it in your bottom, yeah. It, it declogs, trick-trogs, flip-flogs. <laughs> Sits on logs, hops round frogs. This honey will take care of everything. It's interesting. All purpose. Yes, it's interesting that frogs mm. sit on logs. Is yes. it? I mean, that's very convenient. It's true. It's like yeah. humans should sit on 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 boomage. Yeah. If you're like a soft rice. <laughs> <Humans. laughs> So, guys, welcome back to the show. I mean, yeah, I thank you for having us. Such I a pleasure to be have here. not seen neither hide nor hair of you, and that's uh, a horse term. Yes. Well done, well done. Yeah, we've been back in the saddle. You, you know how busy we are, attend, you know, uh, promoting fights. Certainly. A- attending births. Yes. Burying horses. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Last time you were on Get the show. Getting horses out of the dead horse freezer. <laughs> right. Because yeah, we yeah. have a backlog. Yep. I mean, it's gotten so complicated because now there's a thawing process. Before, oh, before right. we would dig, we would burn the horses straight out the freezer. Right. And they were freezing the ground. They were killing the crops. Oh, I see. And it's the a crops touch... were getting frozen from underneath. I see. Because due to the just giant block of frozen dead horses. Huge yeah. frozen blood, horse blood yeah, let me, seeping into the manure. Let me explain exactly what these guys guys do, uh, Chico Hands and yes. and Bever Hopox. That's me. Uh, and you're known as the Calvin's twins. I'm That's not right. sure. You right. guys are twins. My brother from another mother from the same parents. The same father and mother. <laughs> Born at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder right out of mama. We Wait. came out sideways like, yeah. a, like a red rover. Yeah, how did you guys let's, fit? Let's, let's just say our manners came late to us. <laughs> because <laughs> day one, it was me first, me first, me first. And we just muscled and shouldered our way out came of out that lady time. hole. That's right, came out the same time. We do everything together. Yeah, that must have been very painful for your mother. Oh, she Killed. complained. She no, complained. Killed her spirit. Killed her spirit and a sex life. And what about her body? Uh, her body stayed Affected. around. She stayed passed, around. She passed. She passed away sadly uh, uh, during one of our most famous horse fights. Oh, that's As right. You, you we remember. talked about this last time. Uh, yes, you famously uh, remember. Uh, 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 McGregor Mayweather of, of fights, if you that's will. Right. right. It, it was, was Randy the horse, Randy. as I recall. Yes, she was God trying bless. to protect him. That she was wanted. her favorite horse. Mm-hmm. That was she the loved. Muhammad Ali of horses, as yeah, I recall. He still is. He is. He's hey. still around. Randy still the horse is. is still around. Well, he's still got that title. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. The um, Muhammad Ali of horses. Yeah. No. There's no. I didn't realize Muhammad that was an Ali. actual title. Yes. It is a title. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That's why we branded him. Muhammad Ali was the Randy the Horse of guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of just guys, not oh, even boxers. Right. No. <laughs> just fellas. Just good guys. Just in terms of. His demeanor. So, guys, you, uh, of course, these are fights to the death, and that's why there there are so many horse deaths on your conscience, mm-hmm. consciences, uh, right. and so many uh, burials and a big backup that's of right. these. Uh, and now right. there's a thawing process. Uh, yep. You get Slowing them at things down. Yeah. Room temperature? Or do you try to get them hot like a steak? Or it's a seasonal thing. You know, you can yeah. get a bit cooler corpse. Mm-hmm. In the winter time, but uh, you, you know that 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 corpse gonna heat right up in the summer. In the summertime, so you, you don't have to worry about it. But uh, what did you say something about? Oh, I was how? wondering if you if, if when you thaw them, do you try? Is it like a yeah. microwave process where you're just trying to get them room temp or well, we ground, try to ground temp. Yeah, we, ground we, temp. We did try to construct a horse microwave big yeah, enough. That's true. And you know I'm a tinkerer. <laughs> sure, I go into of my workshop. Yeah. Do you know how to make an actual microwave, let alone well, a horse-sized a, one? I read a book, and I took apart an old microwave. Which, it's a fabulous which job. Which book was this, by the way? A, a book about making microwaves. Mm-hmm. And what was it? Do you remember the title of it, though? Oh, God. Uh, Microwaveria. Making microwaves? No, that was right. It was about how to make popcorn, and so it didn't help me one bit. <laughs> right. And I'm stuck a with all book these on parts. That. Yep. Uh, I'm stuck with all these parts and these screws, and I, I put it together. It looked kind of like a microwave, mm-hmm. but it sure. didn't do Had anything. Sure, the shape. Right. You yes. got the box part. Yeah, it sure. was a rectangle. That's, I would think that would be the easy part of making You'd a microwave. Well, the shape of it. Well, I, You'd be right. It was I very you. simple. <laughs> I implore you, have at it. If it sounds so simple, please have at it and ship us a horse microwave because we could use one. I, I'm not saying that I could do the other parts of it. I just, the oh. the, the basic shape is, okay. seems like that's step one. All right, yeah. So I did the easy part. Yeah. All right, I get that. Step two, maybe attaching a movable door. That would be slightly harder than I, making a... Yes, I did that too. You did that as well. With a yeah. hinge. Okay. And Big then old hinge. Did you lead horses in? Uh, uh, I mean, you can't do that to water, but can you lead them into a horse-shaped microwave? That's a clever, that's a clever you, uh, phrase there. there. But you can't make them zap. <laughs> that's you, right. You can lead a horse to an oversized microwave, but, but you, you can't, can't make them zap. You can't make them zap. You can't nuke them. Especially if it's not functional. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, you can't make them zap because the buttons are on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> so you lead a horse to a microwave, an oversized microwave. You can't make them zap. They're right. inside the microwave. That's right. Also, you forgot the part where we weren't trying to cook live horses. Nah, we were thaw. reheating, thawing frozen dead horses. We're not, I did forget that. Yeah, we're not cruel. That <laughs> yeah, we're not monsters over here. Have you ever thought about making a giant microwave, oversized yes. microwave with buttons on the inside? Side so people oh, could go in there and cook themselves. Oh, people, horses, whatever you want. Ah, wow. like that. That might be if if there were ever a horse who wanted to forfeit a match instead wow. of being killed. You could say you can forfeit, but you'll have yeah. to go inside yeah. Yeah. and you enter four-digit code. <laughs> right, and yes. make, make your peace with like horse sixty-nine, God. sixty-nine. Maybe right. that's a good one. <laughs> You go, you get in there and zap yourself. Yeah, I've, I've never, I didn't bring this up. There. You guys are very short. You guys are, how how tall are you? Uh, you're about four foot nine four, in lifts. That's right. Yeah, and how how big are the lifts? Well, look, look at them. Oh my, those are giant. Yeah, so you guys are yeah. about half a jockey apiece. Yeah, yeah these are I, was, I was a jockey myself. That's that, that was, right. I was, I did, I performed in one race. Mm-hmm. The horse 
let me down, and I swear it. I swear I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so this has all been a revenge play? Well, in no, some ways. no, that was just the racing horse. Okay. But it was the spark of an idea. It oh, was the spark, the spark to the flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are so short, in fact, that you would have to get on each other's shoulders and put like a mini trench coat around each other just to like audition for the movie Willow. We did. <laughs> really? Yeah. We you did, did that very thing. Oh, That's, yeah. I don't know why I thought of that, but were we, you, it was not were a small. spying it, on us? It was not a big, co- big part. It was for vodka, the warrior. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. They, no. they went ethnic. <laughs> I saw it opening night and then I've never seen it again. Got it. Yeah. Uh, vodka, we, we, you know, we, we, there weren't a ton of lines, but there was a great scene at the crossroads. Oh, right. When, uh, when uh, Matt bought again. <laughs> introduces mm. himself and he's in the cage at the crossroads. Okay, right. And yeah. uh, very, 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 very tender scene where, where Willow and his best friend decide to stay behind and take right. care of the Dakini baby. Oh, I see. So who would have gotten to perform the head parts of those scenes? Chico. Chico would have done it, That's really. right, yes. You do a Even though you job. seem to know so much about There's it. There's a lot. Yeah, well, I'm unfamiliar with the movie entirely. I was the one who was off book, you know, reading, reading, reading he, all the books. Oh, so you were whispering. Yes, yeah, he whispering. would say the lines right up my pooper, <laughs> be essentially, because right. he that's where I went. Willow, if you want, we'll stay behind. Willow, if you want, we'll stay behind. <laughs> one wonders why you didn't just switch if you knew the lines. Is because... Camera shy. Uh, oh. I can. I, 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 I get all tongue-tied. I get all bashful. Get all fumble-jumbly. I start, I start getting... Getting flushed like a like a bleeding horse like after a, a one-two combo punch to the horse mouth. Oh right. my gosh! Well, uh, well, this is fascinating, guys. I mean, yep. uh, uh, I, I gotta I gotta go visit your stadium at some point. Are there luxury boxes? Yeah. And, yes, uh, there are. State we, of the art. Yeah, we spent a billion dollars on luxury boxes. Anyone ever sit in them? Not at once. <laughs> Not one time. Do you have to like stock up the food on them? We just haven't in been case? back inside. There's been no need. Really? <laughs> yeah, I hope that fridge is still, that mini fridge is still working. I don't know. We haven't checked on it. Why spend a billion dollars and then only make a mini fridge? Get a, get a regular one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you make some good points. Is this just because of you guys' stature? Uh, we, to us, yeah, a mini probably. fridge is yeah. just a fridge. Maybe we were duped. <laughs> yeah. So to you, like, mini me is just me. We call him right. me. <laughs> Vern Troyer. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, guys, it's confusing. It's it's very confusing. So, if you're ever like, no, me, you're talking about Vern Troy. Always. <laughs> okay, great. We, okay, I'll keep that in mind for the rest if of the we're episode. Referring to ourselves, we always say I. <laughs> okay, yeah. but me and, and I that that cookie. Yeah. So when you went to see the film, me, myself, and Irene, oh, we, we were, were very fucked. disappointed. <laughs> and disappointed. We were. So- we were confused. The ticket yeah. taker was. Right. Baffled. Because then you have Jim Carrey, who's one of the taller movie stars. Yes. Yeah. He's a lanky fellow. Yeah. And there's no Vern. And then there was no us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You expected to be in the I film expected. with Vern Troyer. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. What about- We did audition for it, actually. Uh, oh, we did, did audition. Yeah. Did you get on top of each other? Yes, we did. Same Put way. on a trench coat. Yeah. What are some of the audition lines that you used on that? Were you oh, off book for that uh, as well? Certainly. Well, no, he yeah. helped me out. Yeah. Well, we, we auditioned for the lead role. <laughs> That's right. Really? Of, of what was his name again? <laughs> me? Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> 
So you were surprised. You auditioned for it, but when yeah. you saw it, you were surprised that Vern Troyer did not get the role. Uh, we, uh, you it didn't know make what? sense you to get, us. Again, yeah, I get all caught up, and the opportunity yeah. presents itself, and I, I, I wasn't thinking straight. But I can imagine um, you left the audition just saying, well, I assume Vern Troyer will get this role. We, it, we assume that every back. time, yeah. yeah. Do you audition a lot? It's, uh, you, you've been on two auditions just in passing anecdotally. Yeah, not as much as we used to. Mm, uh, yeah. not, uh, not too frequently. Yeah. Right. Are, uh, are you? Uh, how frequent is frequent? Like Because I know you have your horse fights in the morning and right. in the evening. Yeah, so we don't much uh, get an opportunity. We don't, we don't much have the time for it. Uh, it's been right. a number of years, actually, since, uh, oh, really? since an audition. We would sort of set time aside in the year. Yeah. We'd mm. give ourselves a couple months around pilot season. <laughs> okay, right. Set up shop at the Oakwoods. Oakwood apartment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you, were you at the Oakwoods when they burned down Griffith Park? Those kids set off the fireworks and burned down Griffith Park? Uh, yes, oh, wait, those, kids wait, those, those kids. Yes, the kids oh, Wait a minute. Those wait a minute. kids. I guess they just said they were kids because they were approximately three feet in Yeah, night. it's ki- Anything's only possible. kids like fireworks. We'll never know. <laughs> okay. The, this is very exciting because before the break, um, we heard some amazing news, which is that Bisbee St. Hancock himself has, right. has challenged the shameful boys here mm. to a horse-off. When I take all... Winner take all. I don't Winner even takes know the industry. I don't know what this means, but let's yeah. let's hear exactly what it means because you guys have been have been. Uh, I have to say, you turned as pale as a ghost or a white mi- mouse. Mm-hmm. I guess um, you got almost as if you you were afraid of the very notion of a horse off. Oh no no no! We're not afraid of nothing. Uh. We ain't afraid of a goddamn thing. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I've never heard we language like this. We ain't afraid of motherfucking nothing. Whoa, Chico. Up in this piece. Chico, Chico, please. Right, Chico. Sorry. Please, please. Can someone explain what a horse-off is and what is the, the procedure mm-hmm. for a horse-off? I think we can all do that. Mm-hmm. Are you guys are going to do it in unison? or That's right. That's right. Or are you going to switch off sentences? It doesn't make sense no, to switch off. Okay, you'll do it in unison. We're just going to do it at the same time. A horse off is a competition between two or three horse fighting promoters when the industry is at risk because of hostile competition. Each promoter will take. Three horses to to church. church. (laughs) To church? Have have them baptized. Then then bring those horses to to an an open open field at sunrise. Now, don't don't forget about the snacks. The sex? Snacks. snacks. Oh, okay. But, but also, don't, don't forget about the sex. Who's having sex? Each of the promoters will bring one companion, male or female, but hopefully... 
female. female. Okay, you guys don't need to bring that. It can be very, you know, let's not get into homophobic stuff and the rules of a horse off, all right? It's an old, these are old These rules. are old rules. Yeah. They're old they rules. They can be They're amended. Yes. They're a little backwards. <laughs> anyway, continue. Now, now as, as we, we were saying, saying one, one companion, companion in the field will lie down, down under one horse promoter. Promoter. Okay, yeah. Okay. I feel you, like we're only halfway through this. Oh, <laughs> oh barely. Yeah, we've we've got got very, we very long the surface. Okay, we'll continue then. I don't I, need to interrupt. The promoter, the promoter and, and companion, companion will consummate the event. Both must have reached climax before the bottom of the sun has pierced the horizon. So both must have. So you got to find someone who can have an orgasm on both sides, male or female, male or female. Yeah, preferably female. But hopefully, that's okay. You guys don't need to reiterate it if you disagree with. And basically, at sundown, you. At sundown, by the by the time, so you there. get there at sunrise after climax. Oh, this is your continuing. The three promoters and six horses sit in silence for the remainder of the day. If anyone makes a sound, they lose. Okay. Uh, hold, let me see if I can get this right. It's very simple. So you take two or three horse promoters. Uh, they oh, then oh. take a horse apiece yeah. uh, to church where they yep. baptize the horses. It was yeah. th- they take three horses. They take three horses. Three but, horses apiece. Oh, three apiece. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we're, so with you three, it's nine horses. Yes. Right. You take them to church. Uh, does it matter what type of church? Does it have to be... Uh, Episcopal. Episcopal. Okay, Episcopal. Has to be Episcopal. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, and they, they have to have, I guess, a tub or, or tank big enough uh, for... A hose is acceptable. Yeah. A hose for a, yeah. bapt- for a horse baptism. A hose is okay. Yeah. Oh, right. fine. We don't want to make this more complicated. Than it is. <laughs> okay. So after the baptism, around sunup, yep. you guys go to an empty field. Mm-hmm. At sundown. Uh, at sundown. Nope. At, at, at sunrise. Sun, at sunrise. At sunrise. So you have the full day. But you were about you, to say you at see sundown. what I mean, Scott? Yeah, he calls I, himself a no, horse. I didn't promote him. He doesn't even know the rules of a horse. What I was trying to say. He doesn't even know sunrise. Sunset. No, I said at sundown. Would that be the wrong time? Okay, right. That would be the wrong time. He was bringing up what time would be the wrong time. (laughs) Eye roll. (laughs) Thanks for that. This is an audio medium. Uh, So at sunrise, then one of the horse promoters, uh, you all bring companions. Yeah. uh, And one of the companions lays. Girls, if possible. Lays. uh, Sure, we don't need. So one of them lays underneath one of the promoters. Mm -hmm. They have to ejaculate before the sun goes down. And then you sit in silence. With the horses. With the horses. And if any of you speak. Make a noise. Or make a noise. Including the horses. Including the horses, you're disqualified. Are you. You Okay. 
so and and its process of elimination meaning once one is done it's hands on a hard body style exactly. i don't know if you know anything yeah, about yeah. that bisbee never uh, heard of that That's we auditioned for that oh you did and then they told us it's a documentary for the musical <laughs> oh okay. right. let's hear some of the songs <laughs> i mean my hand my uh, hand my hand is on the truck my hand on a hard body Hot body, gotta get my hand down a hot body. Hot will my loved ones wait for me? Is this the best thing for me? Am I gonna win this car or lose my love? And you didn't. <laughs> so they say Hamilton at the end of that song. Very interesting. I feel like Beva could have gotten the job, but maybe Chico. You're camera shy. He you didn't get it. it. I'm too. No, nope. he's, he's the real. T- he's the on screen. Well, you both have just lovely singing voices. Oh, we appreciate Thank that. you. Yeah. So, um, so, yep. so once one is eliminated, then the other two are in competition, and then once the That's s- right. second person is eliminated, so I'm then actually giving them an advantage by letting them both by letting do them it. both do it. Yeah, because as long as you get out, then they probably don't care who no, wins. Or, or I don't mean to speak for you. Do you care who wins? That's if, the problem with this challenge. Only one walks away with the business, right? As and, far as I'm concerned, and it's concerned. winner take all. You, when you when you say winner take all, what do you, you mean by that? Abomination! You trying to drive a wedge between me and my dear, great, no. beloved best friend and brother? Never. I would never. It's not gonna happen. Try a different strategy, idiot. <laughs> okay, well, strong words from Chico Hands, uh, aka one of the shameful boys. No. Yep, <laughs> sorry, that's sorry. Right. you're not Captain Shameful, though. I'm Jones Calvins. You know who I am. <laughs> well, you know, once you're challenged, you have to take the challenge. You have that's to take the, the challenge. That's the rule in the, right, the yeah. horsing industry. When you say winner takes all, what do you mean by take? I what mean, is the, all? Whoever loses will pack up and leave the horse industry forever. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, and does so the winner then gets to take over, in your case, it would be a $7 I'd billion. Get dollar. I'd get there. I'm assuming there's no debt. Well, well, it's practically all debt, actually. (laughs) We're we're on a payment program. We've done an offer and compromise with the IRS. This might be a good situation for you guys, by the way, to get out of of a sticky situation. I will never walk away from horse fight. We're never going to walk away. Okay, I'm just saying. He's offered you a lifeline here. Like 50% of the horses who participate in a horse fight. You're never going to walk away. I will not walk away. (laughs) Right, you'll end up in... A horse microwave at some point. Gladly. Do you hope and to push do you, the buttons myself? Sixty nine, sixty nine, right there. Well, um, I have one of those, by the way. What? You do? What? I do have a horse microwave. I built it myself. What? Wow! Yes, I Not did. Possible? That's I did, and I have it. I did use it, and that's why I don't have to. I don't have the backup that you guys have. Wow. Another reason I could handle this industry. Wow. More efficiently. So when when does this take place? I mean, uh, and and what field is it? A field of of both of your choosing or Christmas uh, Day? Christmas Day. Wow. Okay. Christmas so, Day field Christmas on October thirty first. 
31st. That's right. <laughs> Christmas Day Christmas Field Day. on All Hallows Eve. All Halloween. All Hallows Eve Road. Do you have to dress up for this in a costume? Or? I probably will. I appreciate it. You don't have to. I mean, be festive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's easier to go to your Halloween parties if you dress <laughs> Afterwards. up yeah. previously. That's right. Are the losers really going to feel like going to Halloween parties afterwards? Nah, there's no better way to, decide. to lift rebound your spirits from losing up. a horse off. Yes. Yeah, lift your spirits up. You go then bob for apples. I literally. Not that. <laughs> well, uh, so this this is coming up. Wow, this is incredible. Um, I still I still take umbrage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I figured. Umbridge is the name of one of our horses. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So he's going to take umbridge well, to this right. horse. Sorry, uh, yeah, no, I was just taking Ross. Definitely take umbridge. <laughs> I take, take offense. Um, okay, wait, just offense uh, so that the horses don't get away. That's right. I'll take offense and I'll put it up. <laughs> okay, well, good. I do appreciate that, despite our differences. <laughs> Building well, I want to appreciate to the consideration I, I'm of the gentleman. horse's safety. I'm a gentleman. Number one, one. Ah, yes. Very funny. That was Ryan Gall as Bisbee St. Hancock. <laughs> now, did these guys go back and re-listen? I don't believe episode? so. No. they. Okay. As a matter of fact, uh, none of us did, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I actually forgot their catchphrase. You gotta laugh, which is <laughs> right. so important to the first episode mm-hmm. because they're they're talking about how uh, when you see that many horse deaths in your career, you gotta laugh. Yeah. That can be your only reaction. <laughs> you gotta laugh, and that became their catchphrase. You gotta laugh right. so much so that we have uh, T-shirts. We have Calvin's Twins T-shirts in the store currently that uh, are for their Bee Honey Horse Farm, and mm-hmm. their tagline is "You gotta laugh." I I hadn't listened to it. I forgot that. I I normally mm-hmm. would pimp someone into saying their their catchphrase. Right. I forgot it so much so that that Taryn said it as the very last line of the episode. <laughs> the whole episode went by without him saying it, and they were like, okay, thanks, everyone. You got Goodbye. And he said, you got to laugh. <laughs> and we stopped, and I said, I forgot. I totally forgot you got to laugh. We would have said it way more. Um, that is, of course, Taryn as Beaver Hopox and Paul as Chico Hands, mm-hmm. the Calvin's twins, <laughs> and Ryan Gall as Bisbee St. Hancock. Uh, they were all in charge of their own names. <laughs> <laughs> in charge of their own names. <laughs> uh, all right, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have one of the more classic comedy bang bang pairings, mm. and we're going to crack the top ten. This mm. is very exciting. All right, let's come on back with more comedy bang bang after this. <laughs> Hi, Scott. Hi, Paul. Hey, do you know about this podcast called Throwing Shade? Uh, I'm stupid. No. Oh, well, it's great, and. I give you a piece of paper with some statistics about it. Well, let me read this. Okay, dum-dum. Do you listen to Throwing Shade? I do. I listen to it every week. Why? I love it. That's a great reason. I feel like Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson are like my friends. They're like your, your friends that you wish you had, but they hate you. They and so like you me. listen to them instead of having the real friends. Yes, I've met them. They've made it clear to me. <laughs> they do not care for me. They have a perimeter that you are not allowed to cross. Yes, I let's say they've gone to the police and they've enforced this. <laughs> Maybe 30 yards. That's right. But no one can be in jail for listening to a podcast. <laughs> no, although I would like to create some laws in 2018. I bet you would. But you got to catch me. I'm not going to my bad. <laughs> 
Well, Throwing Shade is the political comedy podcast hosted by Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi, who deliver their fresh takes on pop culture, women's rights, and LGBT rights with hilarity. And quite honestly, if I'm being honest, vulgarity. Scott? Thank you for being honest because it is true that they are very vulgar <laughs> in a fun way. They're distasteful, but in a fun way of yes. like, I'll allow it this one time. They talk about orifices and mm. you're like, well, I don't want to hear about that. But then you hear them do it and you're like, mm, that's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Yeah. Can I tell you they just released their holiday special? I understand there's a number of special guests on that. And I understand some people were not invited. <laughs> That is my understanding as well. <laughs> um, guests like Jessica uh, Chaffin, sure. Calpurnia Adams, mm -hmm. Dave Holmes, and Matt McConkey all stop by to enjoy right. the holiday spirit on this Christmas episode. I've had Jessica Chaffin back a couple times now. That's great. Apparently, our schedules uh, are impenetrable to their inquisitions well, look, because – they're not going to yes. ask you, but they – Why wouldn't they ask me? Well, you know. But I did the show I before. I don't know. I think you know. But I've done their show before, and they pretended to have a great time with me. They did pretend. You're right. <laughs> and it was quite obvious when I listened to it. But you're not going to want to miss this one, Paul. Listen and subscribe to Throwing Shade on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or quite Where honestly, after that, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I would say wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen. Throwing Shade! Throwing Shade! Get a job. Hey, welcome back. It's Comedy Bang Bang. We're uh, Paul and I were doing what we do every commercial break, which is sing Sean and Us. We sing Get a Job in its entirety during every break. Every break. And this one ended a little sooner than we expected. Yeah, sorry. So sorry about that. Hey, you know what? Speaking of Sean and Us, that brings us to our next episode on our countdown. We're cracking the top 10 and I mentioned this is a classic comedy bang bang pairing this you is, did I remember you saying mm, that and I mentioned Sha Na Na what could it possibly Whoa! be this is your episode 10 <laughs> number 10 alright episode 10 this All is right. episode 518 a mere four episodes after our previous episode this is no, from November 6th very, again mm, very, very late recent, in the year very, very late recent very recent uh, just a mere month and a half ago, or actually now at this point, almost two months, this is an episode called Corn Dog Horn Dog. Mm. And this is the classic comedy bang bang pairing of Jason Manzukas and Andy Daly. There we go. And this was, uh, you know, Jason. Loves to do the show. Jason Loves Man it. Is this the first Jason Manzoukas episode that we've yes, heard? Yes, it is. The first appearance of Jason Manzoukas on our countdown. He loves to do the show. Loves he loves it. to do it with different people. Yeah. He quite often will text me and say, hey, can I get an episode with Paul coming? That uh, happened we, once. We, uh, more than once, my dear boy. I'm not getting around. Uh, he'll say, hey, I'd love to do an episode with such and such person, but there, there's something about the uh, – the me, Jason, Andy episodes that we've done quite a few of them. We used to do them on the hundreds. We did them on episodes That's right. 200 and 300 and 400. That's right. And we tried to do it for episode 500. Couldn't do it. And Andy was in Scotland. 
That's right. Doing the uh, festival. What was Edinburgh it? Fringe Festival. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. He was gone for a long time. We tried to squeeze it in. We couldn't get it done. But Andy said, hey, when I get back, I definitely want to do one. Uh, and Jason and uh, agreed to do it. And uh, it's always fun to do episodes with these two people. Mm-hmm. We've been doing them since very early on in the run of Comedy Bang Bang, since the 70s or 80s. Um, I don't mean the 1970s oh, or 1980s. You understood. You saw on my face that I was confused. I saw on your face and I wanted to slap it. Oh, I was just like, oh, ah, why? <laughs> you deserve it. You fucking piece of shit. How dare you? <laughs> um, now this episode, uh, Andy sometimes throughout the early, uh, years of comedy bang, bang, he would primarily come with a character that he'd worked out on stage. Yes. A lot. Yes. So the Bill Carter trainer to the stars, the Danny Mahoney, Danny Mahoney's, all of these were ones that he had done live on stage quite frequently. Yes. At a certain point he ran out of those. Mm -hmm. And so he started doing new characters and that's what we have on this episode. This is uh, someone that he had been thinking about doing ever since he had been in the previously aforementioned. Do you have to say previously when you say aforementioned? It's probably just aforementioned, right? That's right. That's like saying more unique, right? Um, Mm. You seem you you seem like all the light has gone out of your eyes. Well, this is you know when we get into the the nuts and bolts, I just get bored. You're not interested. <laughs> uh, no, I'm back. I'm back. You're back. All right. So he had been thinking of this character in the aforementioned uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, uh, and this is him doing a Scottish accent. This is uh, Andy playing. <laughs> this is Andy playing Cameron McGonagall who has a very interesting business that he does oh, in yes. Scotland. Yes. So let's hear a little bit of it. This is your – crack in the top ten. This is your episode ten. Number ten. You, you work so, in the tour. Do, do you work right. for a specific company or No, I don't. No, yes. And I, I'm here to promote myself because I don't belong to the giant, like, tourist company or anything like that. I am an independent businessman. I've got right. my own uh, Small business. A small business. That's right. How and many what, employees do you it, have? Well, it, it varies, but it's like um, I'm the only one that's always there. And then I've got every once in a while some people that help me out and, not, and whatnot. Sure. What I do is I'll give ghost tours of Edinburgh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's fun. That could be a lot, a lot of fun. Of fun. Oh, we, sure. we have those here in the States as well. Have you got ghost tours here? We do, yeah. I didn't know you had them. People, uh, you, you go to places that are considered to be haunted. Right. Uh, that have spooky ghost stories, and sometimes oh, the, right. the tour people tell stories about the beheadings and, and Oh, the that's, that's right. Happened. That's brilliant. That's what we do as well. Yeah. Yeah, but our, our ghost tour, it's not, it's not places that are like, I was, what did you say, Supposed to be haunted. These places are haunted. I'm telling you, there's ghosts. There's ghosts all over the right. city of Edinburgh. It's, it's an old city. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. But no, it's, I mean, I'm telling you that it's ghosts. And there's people, because people have been living there for a long time, since like Roman times. And so there's a lot of people have lived there and a lot of people have died there. And all of them have turned into ghosts. It's nothing but ghosts. Okay, that's not specific. All of them have turned into ghosts. That's right. Every single person who's ever <laughs> now, died that, in the city of Edinburgh. That might be specific to Scotland. That's a ghost. That would be an overwhelming amount 
amount of ghosts, I would think. It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it, it's frankly, it's ridiculous. <laughs> because how? what percentage of people turn into ghosts in other countries? Like in the United States? I think a States, very small percent. You think it's like 1%? 1 to 3%, I would say. And why do you think it is? It's because they, they have an unfinished business? That's what a lot I of I would assume. Do you ghosts. think that's the case that, that everybody right. in Scotland has unfinished business? I think that's probably right. Yeah. yeah, because it's hard to get things done in Scotland. You know, the weather is always changing. Sure, it's and like, there's like know. a month and a half of vacation. That's right. I would have done it if the sun was out and then it started yeah. to rain. I couldn't get right. it done. So you think a lot of ghosts are hanging around for sunny days to get stuff done that right. they weren't able to get I done I think that's life. about right. You know, you need to fix the shutters and you need to get up out, up there and rethatch the roof and whatnot. You so just you think get to a lot life. of ghosts are doing manual labor around the house? Well, there's a lot of little projects <laughs> and whatnot. You Do know? you ever wake up and walk out to your house and go, oh my God, someone fixed the shutters in the night? Yeah, well, that's what they do. And, and what it would be then is a, a former resident of your home who had died, right? right? Uh-huh. And it's now a ghost and it's got sort of this like to-do list yep. of things they've got to get to. Are they try- Can they do it themselves? Can they perform the task themselves or are they trying to influence humans that, to do well, it? Well, yeah, you're asking the really good questions mm, there because that's what they've got to do. They've got, that's a, what we do on the show when we talk to interesting people. We try to think of interesting questions. Oh, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Not because that's Interesting true. people talking to interest interested people talking, talking to, to interesting this is, this is good you guys are interested to. and I'm interesting yes but correct. listen to this I'm also interested isn't that something Whoa. wow right and are but we I, interesting this, do you no, think no oh okay <laughs> no that's what's interesting yeah, that's I think <laughs> that why you're not I, I think that's why people probably fast forward the first section probably right so yeah. so answer the question I will so a ghost can certainly pick up a ghost hammer. What That's is a ghost no problem. A ghost hammer is like it's a it's a ghostly hammer. You know, if a ghost wanted to fix a ghost house or something like that, or if he wanted to hit another ghost, let's say, God forbid. So wait, wait, a ghost house. Do ghosts have houses of their own that are ethereal constructions? Right, they do. Oh, okay. they oh, do. So and we so can't see them. If a ghost right. is, let me just very quickly. If yeah. if I was to be living in Scotland and in my house, which you can't do. But, I mean, you're welcome to visit. But you got to get, get on the fucking bus. You got to get on the fucking bus. For the sake go. of argument, but, let's say yeah. I'm Scottish. All right, and I live in Scotland in Edinburgh in my own home. My home is haunted Your by a home. ghost. Yeah. Now that ghost, when it, the workday is done hunting, my house goes to his own house. A ghost house? And is that basically on the same edifice as the real house? Can you, if right. you were able to see ghostly forms, would you see the outline of a ghost house on top of a real house? The answer is sometimes and sometimes. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, sometimes, it's not one-to-one. It's not one. Sometimes you've got a ghost who haunts your house for a job. I mean, that's his job, Oh, basically. Right. He punches and he punches out, right? Usually. Wait, they have ghost clocks? They, ghost of course time, they do. They clocks? do. Yeah, they've got is ghost there, time like, clocks. How is he being paid? Well, is it an hourly wage? Bucks? This is very, and I hear Probably this. Probably Bitcoin. <laughs> it's controversial because they know. Probably BooCoin. <laughs> I mean, they're paid in ghost money, which I can't spend on things in the real world. It's like Disney right? dollars. It's a yeah. bit. Is it's it, like funny I, money at the strip club. I don't know what that funny is. Money. Funny money at the strip club. Yeah. What yeah. is funny money at the strip club? It's like um, uh, at, like a strip club. They'll give you you. They'll give you fake dollars yeah, or something, and money. you pay for them. Yes, yes. I don't like it when things are funny at the strip club. I'm not there yeah. to fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. 
Boy, you got really <laughs> dark there. For a Don't go to the fucking. Sometimes they say, as a comedian up at the strip club, they'll try that. Sometimes yeah. I'm not Your here. Your brow is just laugh. furrowed, and you are. Is it bleeding? Sometimes <laughs> my brow. I get. You know what I mean. So angry. I'll furrow it so much that yeah. it'll bleed. Yeah, that pimple yeah. right in the middle yeah, just yeah, like yeah. pops. Sorry, guys. I don't want that's to do okay. that. That's it's, okay. I know it doesn't Why do you have great. a pimple right in the really in between your eyebrows? Just well, touched on something right there. I've been to the dermatologist. He says it's a perma pimple. Do you know those? Ah, uh, <laughs> purple. It's a perma pimple. It's not going anywhere. It's been there 18 years already. Do you just cow. take a look and go, that baby's not going he anywhere. He says it's not going anywhere. He says we could take out the whole forehead and graft on oh, uh, but a new like, forehead. Wow. Forget it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. So some ghosts <laughs> will haunt your house for a little while and then go back to their own house. But a lot of the time, you've got a ghost whose house is in your house. And the bed uh, is like right there like on your 20% bed. Or it's like 20% of it is in your yeah. house or something like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of crossover. Right. So it, it happens But that doesn't count in the times. square footage of your house. You can't count the square footage of the ghost house as or well. Vice versa. Well, it certainly does amongst sort of like the ghost assayer. The ghost community. Sure, the ghost yes. assayer yes. will look yeah. at it. Is it. Yeah. So in your business, right. you are promoting people coming in and going to places where these ghosts live. Are you work? going to the ghost houses or what are you going to What I do the- is, I mean, it's obviously true that there's ghosts everywhere. And okay. for the first, like... For a while, when I did the tour, I said to people, like, you don't need to go to specific places because there's ghosts everywhere, everywhere around us. And and a lot of people say, well, I feel ripped off, you know. So you, do- you would take their money. Right. And then admonish and then them that they don't need to go anywhere. Well, it wasn't like it at money, but I take their money. Of course, you take the, the first thing you do at the yeah. ghost tour. We all meet right at sunset at the wee statue. Sunset. The, right okay. at sunset okay. at the wee statue of the Grey Friars Bobby there. Okay. You know the story of the Grey Friars Bobby. The I don't. Wee, I know. I don't. Oh, it's take... a sunsy wee bit, dog, the Grey Friars Bobby. Let's they, hear it. They made a movie about him, Walt Disney did. But none of that is fucking true at all. It's which, a which movie did they What was Grey that, Friars Ralph? Bobby. No, it wasn't Wreck-It Ralph. It was a film called Grey Friars Bobby. All what about was Wreck-It Ralph we, about? Wreck-It Ralph <laughs> was about a video game guy <laughs> who's going around from game to game, right? Oh, cool. And he's oh. trying to, he's falling in love or he's getting the back at a bad guy, going from game to game and wrecks things or something. Huh. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, well, I always wondered that's about that. That's cool. Thank you. But that's not like a, an area of my expertise. You, sure. Have you ever played video games? I've never played video games. Not a single one? I haven't got time. No, that's, I have got time. That's fine. That's understandable. You seem like someone who might be made. How old are you? I, well, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm 38. Oh, okay, that's fine. 38. So you're of that generation, but maybe it just didn't connect with you. Yeah, no, we didn't Video have games. a lot of money. And- oh. I had a question that I hope you don't mind me kind of sidetracking us sure. a little bit. No, what, so what's the movie Zootopia about? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, again, I do want to tell I've you, seen the this cover. This is not my area of expertise. <laughs> but like, you do know. Films and well, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with it. I mean, I've seen the posters, <laughs> and, and I did see, I think, like... Um, You've never seen the film? I've not You've just seen, seen the posters? film. Neither of us seen I've seen Ralph. I haven't I've, seen them. I've seen posters as well, okay. and I yes. can only suppose what I've seen it on my Apple TV, and I wonder, like, oh, should I get this or not? But I wish... I, I don't what it think was the about. poster does a good job communicating what the actual movies. Uh-huh. Well, so what do, you, what do you think? Zootopia it's about, is about animals, right? And, Certainly, and they live like um, in a city that's yep. like a zoo, right? <laughs> sure, but what's it about? And, and well, one of them that's is a world. rabbit. That's world building, right? Yep. What's the actual plot? <laughs> I think it's just about like can these animals like get along? <laughs> <laughs> and, and adventures and so uh, all the set pieces are just uh, putting animals together and seeing if they eat each other well look I think one of them is going from video game to video game <laughs> yeah, trying to fall in love and trying to get like a bad guy maybe maybe <laughs> 
Cameron, I want I want to get to your tour. What else right. happens on these tours? Because you start there at, right. the, at the statue of the Bobby. That's right. And then, are there other scary things that happen? Oh, what? so many scary things. Well, look, it depends on if the what kind of a moon we've got. If we've got a full moon and it's bright outside, we will we'll, it's a little bit different because people can see well. But on a night when people can't see anything, then the guy that does the dog, he'll come out of the crypt and he'll get down on his hands and knees and he'll bite a few people on the ankles. And he'll, oh wow, that's right. right. Is he dressed as a dog? He's just. Cover it all in black. I've got oh. him covered it just head so to like toe in black. Theater, like he's a theater stage. That's fan. right. You can't see him at all. And he sneaks up and he bites. And I mean, he really bites. Yeah. You know, this is a, really? a, a friend of mine named Stuart. And he just comes up and he just gets right in your ankles. And he's got sharp teeth. He sharpens his teeth. Really? That's right. Wow. Yeah. It's, well, With what? With like a nail file, he sharpens his uh-huh. teeth. Okay. To, to, to be more like a dog. Because, you know, a dog's teeth are sharper quite, than ours. Quite sharp. Quite sharp. Great fact. That's right. So he'll come up and he'll he'll bite a few people on the ankles. You, is, is that the case in Milo and Otis? Milo and Otis. The, the, the Disney movie? <laughs> Their teeth are sharper than people's. Yeah, is that how you got that fact? Uh, I, <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah, but I mean, I from the poster, it. I can kind of tell. The only film that I've seen. The only. You've only seen one film? Has been Greyfriars Bobby. Oh, oh right. okay. Because it's connected, obviously. Right. You've not seen any other Scottish set movies. What happened was, they had a screening of that film, mm-hmm. and I saw it, and everybody there was so mad because it's total bullshit. Not a fucking thing that happens in that movie. What really happened, happened. What happened in the movie? Oh, in that movie, it's like, it's a guy, he's a shepherd, he's got a dog, and he comes into town, and he dies, and the dog won't, won't leave his side, and uh, he, he doesn't dig up anything, and everybody's impressed with him, and everybody loves him, and he becomes a hero of the town. What, a shepherd? This is the plot of this movie? A That's shepherd right. comes to town who has a dog? Right. And everyone's impressed with him? I don't like it. Right, it's bullshit. That's, that's got third act problems and first and second act problems. Yeah, I, it's not a good film and it's not what happened with the real Greyfriars Bobby. We should pitch a reboot. Pitch a reboot of Greyfriars Bobby. That's the real story. Right, and maybe great. Stuart could be in it. Stuart would love to be he, in he's it. He's filed his teeth down. Wow, I can't believe he filed it. So how does the rest of his life work? <laughs> the rest of his life? Yeah, and when he's not being Yeah, how the, many hours does he work yeah. a, a week or a day? I do, the tour is like, it's a seven-hour tour. Ooh, Whoa. from sundown to sunup. That's Seven right. hours? It's a seven-hour tour. Spooky. Yeah, because we cover a lot of ground. Mm. Is there a, like a, a meal break? Is there... No, this I guess no it's the middle break. of the night, so people aren't traditionally eating, although yeah. they're sleeping usually then, well, which is why they're not eating. That, right. Well, we do. We stop in at a few different places, a few different pubs and, and whatnot, uh-huh. you know, and, and so you can get a drink. and uh, but Maybe no a, time a, a Scottish egg or Scotch egg? I that? suppose, but it's no time, really. We're, we're in a hurry. Don't, really? How much time do you spend in the pubs? In the, the pub, we stop it. We stop into a bunch of di- And I'll tell you, quite honestly, the way it works is that friends of mine who own pubs say, well, you bring your tourists around oh, and, right. have, and make you them get buy a, a drink. You get a little kickback. kickback? I get a little bit of a kickback. And we make them buy drinks, you know. You ma- Really? We make them buy drinks. Do you, uh, how do you do how how do you make people buy drinks? Well, I tell them, you don't want to get bitten again, do you? <laughs> or shoved. Are people just bandaging their ankles at this point? Wait, so you have yeah. other people that shove? I've got a few guys. Shovers. How many people are you employing? Am I employing? Well, it's a, to do each it's tour. It's different every yeah. night. Okay. It's like five or six guys oh, wow. who so come along during the course of the night. Stu to bite. Does he have any other duties? Stu is biting. And then there at Greyfriars Kirkyard, he's also Bloody George McKenzie is buried there. Oh, wow. Bloody wow. George McKenzie. Well, I don't know his story. Well, Bloody George McKenzie was a barrister and he was responsible for the death of like thousands and thousands of Presbyterians. And so they buried 
read him there. And it is said that if you go and you visit his crypts, you might get shoved real hard into a wall. Whoa. No. Yeah, that's right. That's and so by, he, so by now, his ghost? By the ghost of bloody George and McKenzie. And so now do you have a friend who is... Stuart does that too. Stuart does Stuart's the, the guy for the Grey Friars Kirkyard. He does the bites and right. he does the shoves. Does he live nearby? He, he doesn't go travel. He along lives with you? there. He lives right he there. He lives right there. Really? He yeah. lives. To be right. honest with you, he lives in in the crypt in the Wait, bloody jungle. Is this a homeless guy? Are these all homeless people that you employ? <laughs> well, I don't really ask him too many questions, <laughs> but I don't know that none of them has ever invited me to their house. Let's say that, yeah. right? <laughs> This is sort of a... That's the, uh, just <laughs> trademark of a homeless person. No house invitations. When you, when you <laughs> could found, be, it could be. When you found all these people that you employ in the different locations right. at, at which they scare people, uh-huh. did you find them living in those locations? Usually, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, you, those are homeless You go people. there in the daytime and they're there and they're asleep and you say, hey, later on at night, will you be here at night? <laughs> that's the other thing about homeless people, always sleeping during the day. Oh, isn't that that's terrible? Why, that's why they can't hold down jobs. Well, that's why. I think, yeah, that's right. Did you get a job? You got to wake up? Yeah, probably have chronic fatigue syndrome or something. (laughs) Anyway, yes, that's right. So, and then I take the black outfit and I take it on with me to the next stop, which is Brody's Close. We go to Brody's Close. I don't know Brody's Close. You don't know Brody's Close? William Brody. William Brody. He was an upstanding member of the community, except. Okay, that sounds great. I can't see this going bad. What you think? Did you say except? Except he had a secret. What? He had a job making, fixing locks and making keys for locks. That's not much of a secret. I mean, oh. I would probably feel comfortable so he, telling you. He was people a locksmith. That. That's right, but that's not the secret part, oh. lads. Oh. What he did with these locks is he made reproductions of locks and keys that keys that he had no business having the locks to. Oh. Some of them were banks and he'd sneak in and he'd steal the money. Ooh. And some of them were private houses and he'd break in and murder people. What? He murdered people all over town. No. That's right. Wow. wow. And they figured it out and they hanged him. Ah. To this day. Oh, God. Yes. The ghost of William Brody is seen walking around Brody's close on a flaming horse. What? Wait a minute. That wasn't part of it. Yeah. I know. That wasn't part of what he did in life, but that's part of the legend. He goes around on a flaming horse. Did you start this part? No, that's just part of the story. Oh, because flames have nothing to do with locks or any. It's a weird, I'll admit that, but that's part of the story. And you can hear him jingling his keys. From atop the flaming horse. So do you have a guy jingling keys or do you have a flaming horse? We've got both. What? What? That's right. How do you get the... I I, I understand the the jingling keys. Cameron, are you lighting horses on fire? Well, I mean, it's part of the story, right? (laughs) So what we do is we go down to Brody's Close and we get a horse and we get like the oldest horse we can. After you bring the clothes to your... First, yes. I bring the black outfit (laughs) to... The guy who plays Brody, and that's yeah. a friend of mine named Doggy. And I say, Doggy, put on the black suit. You have to tell him to do this each time. <laughs> Every fucking night. Well, he's I, got a I, head problem. Yeah, I suspect <laughs> a lot of people probably don't even remember what's going on. That's funny you should say that, because a few of these guys, every night I've got to explain it to them all over again. This is a ghost tour, and it's meant to be scary. And you're going to put on this outfit. You're going to jingle some keys. Jingle some keys and get top this horse, and, and then... Wait, the guy's on the horse when you light it on oh, fire? No. Oh, of course. He is. He's riding the horse. Cameron, I, is there any possibility that every night you lose a Dougie? 
<laughs> well, that's interesting. I never thought of that. Are you but, just calling this person? Yeah, are you just calling? Are, is each in each location? Right. Are you just calling whatever homeless person you come upon, Stuart or Dougie? And maybe that's no why wonder you have they to, don't know what the clothes are for. Never thought of that, but it would explain it. that they're never familiar with what is <laughs> what they did last night. I mean, it would explain it. Number ten. Oh, so good. Classic. So Harry. nice. So good. So nice. Go ahead. What? What were you going to say? You you look like you're saying don't say anything or you're saying please say something. (laughs) What's his name? Victor Actor? What was it? Victor. What was it? I think it was Justin Actor. Justin Actor. Justin Actor. That's right. I I forgot that it came out of a (laughs) pun. Just an actor. Um, Victor actor. Victor actor. That was Andy Daly. Always great to have. I wish he would do the show more. He's very, very busy uh, in and in demand actor. I think he's doing it the right amount. Do you really? Yeah. You, you prefer him to do it one, maybe two times a year. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. think, I think even two times a year is like, Ooh, Ooh, it's a little much. Really? (laughs) Uh, Great episode. Grepisode. Grepisode, of course. Now, when we come back, we are we are deep in the throes of the top ten. We are going to have <laughs> uh we are going to have the debut of another character Shit. coming up. This, this is exciting. This is exciting. And the uh, the debut of a character on episode nine? That wow, this is good. Um <laughs> all right, when we come back, we're gonna have your episode nine coming back right after this. <laughs> Paul, can I ask you a question? Sure. Have you ever matriculated into higher education? Well, since I don't know what the word matriculated means, I'm going to say no. I don't think you have. Yeah. So you do not possess a doctorate of any sort? No, I do not. I'm a college dropout. Mm, much like Kanye West. Now, are you- Exactly like him. We went We went out together. <laughs> really? The same day? Yeah. You held hands like Butch and Sundance? Yeah, we talked about it at lunch. <laughs> so are you attracted to people? To people who have doctorates, is that a, is, Ooh, does it seem exotic? So yes, uh, yes. Well, Ooh, let me that's tell what you. I like, let me tell you about a certain doctor that I think you're going to really enjoy. Please do, and talk very slowly. <laughs> okay, it's not Huxtable. If you were worried about that, <laughs> it is. In it's fact, not Doctor House, is it? Oh, he's so rude. he's so rude to everyone. But you know what? He's a genius, he's so he gets right. away with it. This is a different doctor. This is Doctor, not Octopus either. Doctor Game Show. Have you listened to Dr. Game Show yet? This doctor? What does he have to say? <laughs> no, or she. Ah, uh, the doctor like, is a woman. That's right. Can't operate on my son. The old riddle. No, Dr. Game Show is a, is a podcast. It's a program. Dr. Game Show is the cult favorite radio show, and now it's part of Earwolf. Well, Scott, I'm glad to hear this because I remember saying to Earwolf, please get more doctor shows. <laughs> please. Mm-hmm. But mainly because you don't have a computer and you're not able to go on WebMD. Yeah. And you have a severe amount of maladies. That's right. You're always calling me and texting me saying, uh, looks like I got another problem. That's right. I have a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. So I can't look up stuff on WebMD, right. but I can call and text. And most of it is just bone spurs. It's all, I have so many spurs on my bones. <laughs> well, All over. All over. Well, look, Dr. Game Show is not going to help with that. But Dr. Game Show is a very entertaining show, and now it's on Earwolf. Let me tell you about it. In each episode, host Joe Firestone and Manolo Moreno play listener-created games with their comedian friends and listener call-ins. That sounds intriguing, right? So can you get a bone spur in your skull? 
I don't think that they deal with that. Although maybe that would be very interesting if one episode in particular dealt with a bone spur in your skull. No, is it possible? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. I wonder. I have a I have a pressure in my skull. I think that I need to drill a hole into your skull, to like let, trepanation, to let, let, the, let the spirits in. I got in. some evils in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it to let evils out or let air in? I, I don't know. Well, I always thought evils it was hate let, air. So let the air in. Evils are like, uh-uh. I just thought it was to let oxi- more oxygen in there because oxygen is good for the brain. It's great for the brain. Instead instead of drilling a hole in your skull, why mm-hmm. don't these people just like go to the, the hookah bar and take oxygen? Or go whatever. to the hookah bar. <laughs> hey, Paul, go to the hookah bar. May I invite you to hookah bar? <laughs> Um, this show is really fun. Dr. Game Show. It, go, it gets off the rails early and often, and it's a ton of fun. I will tell you, in a recent episode, they had Will Butler from the Arcade Fire. Oh. And his five-year-old son, huh? they both guested together. And it was nutso. Are you kidding me? That's not allowed. It shouldn't be allowed. It's But, but it was fun, you say. It was fun. I don't know. They played games like What's Your Primary Utensil? They played Rad Dad and Sauce Boss. <laughs> that sounds fun. Sauce Boss. There's really no way an ad can even express how crazy and funny the show is. Why are you trying then? I I should quit. (laughs) Why do this show anymore if I can't explain how crazy and funny the show is? What's the point of anything? What's the point of life? What's the point of life? What's the point of life? You have to hear it. Listen and subscribe to Dr. Game Show on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And follow Dr. Game Show on Facebook and Twitter so you can participate when they record episodes. I guess what, Scott? Bonehead Spurs called Osteoma. Osteoma? Osteoma. Osteoma to you, my dear boy. Osteoma to us all. Osteoma in 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Comedy Bang Bang. Comedy Bang Bang. And boy, we've been going now. Uh, Paul Comedy and I, bang bang, and boy, <laughs> you've been listening to it for a long time. We've been doing this for a yeah. long time. How do you think we feel? <laughs> Here's Scott. I sometimes wish the audience would put themselves in our in, shoes, in our shoes, and socks. And uh, please let's, don't. Let's be honest. If you're going to get in my shoes, please wear some socks. Please don't stink them up. <laughs> let's be honest. Get in our pants. You know what I mean? Are you trying to get in our pants? Are you tra- because you're succeeding? Because you're in, in there. Just and what and you know what? Wear our shirts. Get out of our dreams and into, and our, into car. our cars. Please into our carts. Our car. Our cardigans. Our cardigans. Let me see Cardi that cardigan. B's. Cardi B's. <laughs> um, all right, we're we're so close to the end of this particular episode, and after that, we're going to take a break and then come back and do our next week's episode. Right. And we'll get uh, some of that uh, uh, nutrition in our body. Does Cardi B wear cardigans? She should, shouldn't she? She should wear. Oh, she should wear a black and yellow striped cardigan. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black Cardi and yellow. What, because of B movie, and as a tribute to Sting. Hmm. <laughs> That's how he got his. The, That's his yellow hair. The legend and his black goes, black eyes. Well, you know the story of what, how he became Sting. How did he become Sting? Tell well, me I the see, story. I love to hear the story during the holidays. Uh, I tell this every Christmas. Oh, a little late this year, but when Sting was a young man. Oh, daddy, and he was playing the jazz clubs in Newcastle. <laughs> he wore a black and yellow striped black jumper. And yellow, black and yellow. Black and yellow. And so everyone called him Sting. Oh, that well, can't be true. Why did he wear that? Was that, um, was that might a real been, punk rock look? It might have been cold out. Wearing a jumper? Well, he was playing jazz clubs, so I don't think he was concerned with punk rock. That's, let's can, let's imagine that scenario. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Sumner shows up. That's right. He's wearing, he's wearing a yellow and black striped thing. That's right. Do you go up to him and go, hey, Sting? No, you don't. You no. Call, you call him Bumblebee. 
You call him Bumblebee. No one, you don't call him Sting. And that's how the Transformers movies came to be. Yes. The story of Sting is the story of the Transformers. They are inexplicably intertwined. They are intertwined and they shall never be separated. I I meant inextricably, but I also can't explain it. Look, you tried to. I tried to. I tried my best. You tried your best. I tried my best. You failed. I'm a failure. Speaking of failure, um, let's hear an episode that is not a failure and in fact made our countdown. Great segue. Thank you. I I really I saved it in the middle. Oh, you're back. This is your episode nine. Number nine. All right, episode nine. Uh, a lot of these episodes came from the same period of time. This is from September, September 25. This is episode 510. It's very curious. This is an episode called Pound Foolish. Mm. You may remember this episode, Paul. Oh, I do. Because this is your third appearance on our countdown. That's right. Um, Pound Foolish, this is uh, Andy Samberg, mm-hmm. whom people know from Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and The Lonely Island and mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. He is kind enough to uh, – and, and he has a very, very busy schedule when you're the lead on a uh, network sitcom. You're there all the time. That's right. And he's a producer on it. Uh, he's very kind enough to every year uh, make time to be on an episode – and this year was no exception. Um, he is here. We also have Drew Tarver from Bajillion Dollar Properties. That's right. He is playing his character, Derek Contrera, mm-hmm. who is from his own podcast. What is the, the title of that podcast? He has a podcast on Engineer Cody Ryan. What are you doing? When I ask a question, <laughs> you're sitting staring in space. It's no wonder you're fired. Jesus fucking Christ. Get it together, man. What is the name of his show with, uh, as Derek Contrera? He has uh, his own show. Make it. You're just fiddling with shit. <laughs> Strictly business with Derek Strictly Contrera. Strictly business with Derek, Derek Contrera. Contrera. So he was promoting that. Um, and we have the debut of a Paul F. Tompkins original character. That's right. Who am I talking about? You're talking about... Mayor Junius Bobbledoonery. <laughs> Mayor Junius Bobbledoonery. That's right. Whom we recently heard from on uh, last week's uh, holiday episode. That's correct. He returned. And this is the debut of this character. Am I, am I right? You are correct. Tell us a little bit about Mayor Junius. He is a tiny little guy. He's from a race of people that live inside the walls. Not the littles. Not the not borrowers. Not the littles. Not the borrowers. Uh, but they are a, a race like that. Mm-hmm. And they live inside the walls of, of human uh, buildings. And how, why did you come up with this character? What was the impetus of it? What spurred your thinking on it? Do you know what I will tell you? That uh, Don't lie. Th- this is the truth. You're, now look. You, you have your hand on the Bible. I'm the guy, one of Behind me. Behind the guy. One of me always lies and one of me always tells the truth. <laughs> okay, so. I'm God. the me that always tells the truth. God, I can't figure this out. Right? There's no way of knowing. So, um, I was on tour with Amy Mann hmm. this year? years ago. This oh, years, years ago. ago. Okay. And we were going to- Or were you like a roadie or- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I loaded her equipment. <laughs> Just, I also dealt drugs. <laughs> of yeah. course. That's what it is. Yeah. Just hauling cases. Hauling cases. Every night she would sing a special song for me, The Loadout by Jackson Brown. <laughs> of course. And um, then at the end of a performance, she would- Take off her guitar strap and drop her guitar. And if you weren't there to catch it yeah. underneath her. I had to pay for the guitar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, for therapy for the guitar. Yeah. I had to send the guitar to a guitar <laughs> therapist. 
We Which, are, first of all, to find one is a pain in the ass. We are losing it so much earlier than normal. I know. Am I? I know. Anyway. Anyway. We were on our way to... Tarrytown, New York. Ah, uh, yes, we've played Tarrytown. Yes, I never, I never been there, there before. By Sleepy Hollow. That's right, exactly. And so it was so quaint and everything that we started talking about Tarrytown, and the the idea that Tarrytown <laughs> currency was cookies. I think that's what I started saying. That's first time I started doing that voice. I'm the mayor of Tarrytown. Our currency is cookies. <laughs> and with that, that was said a lot on the mm-hmm. tour. Okay. And like um, every day since then, or yeah, every day every, since then. Every hour on the on hour. The hour. <laughs> That's right. That's how people know, oh, it's three o'clock. Yeah, you know, I live Paul's in Paul's talking about cookies. I live in a clock and I come out. I didn't know that. And I say every hour on the hour. I had no idea that you yeah, lived in a clock. Living a big clock. <laughs> and that wall is missing. You lost the wall. <laughs> That's where the wall of my house. Oh wow. Oh, Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was always – that was a, a, a joke with uh, with Amy and the other people on the tour for a long time mm-hmm. and would be referenced every once in a while just amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to do a new character and I don't know why that – Occurred to me to do, but I thought it would be fun to do. And a it weird was little fun. guy, and it, it was, was a lot of fun, fun and so much fun that it made number nine on our countdown. I'm I'm thrilled. That was uh, a fun episode. This is a great episode. Uh, we all had fun during it, so why don't you have fun listening to a selection from it? Uh, this <laughs> we is, did our part, <laughs> so now you. <laughs> Everyone's got a job it. here. By the way, I was uh, I was <laughs> I was looking at Joe Walsh albums for some reason. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because your anniversary's coming up? <laughs> <laughs> but this made me laugh, and I've seen it a few times. But uh, the title of, of one of his albums is, You Bought It, You Name It. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it made me laugh, though. Like, like he's sitting around going, God, I got to come up with the title of this fucking album. <laughs> you bought it, you name it. That's terrible. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Well, you know what's not terrible and is funny is this episode. <laughs> this is your episode number nine, Pound Foolish Comedy Bang Bang. Number nine. All right, let's get to our next guest. He is the he's a politician. That's wonderful to hear. I think That's more pe- correct. <laughs> more people should be <laughs> should be out there trying to make a difference in their own communities, and we'll certainly hear about his. I don't have your name, sir. All I have is politician. Well, that, well first of all. Down here, look down here. I, I'm looking at empty air. Uh, you, certainly, you couldn't be lower than I'm that. Very small at eye level. I'm looking at empty air, eye level. That's about where a human being should be. That's not where I am. So you're saying to look downward? Look downward, and you shall see me. Certainly, I'll look mm, two inches lower. Uh, no, nope. lower. Not seeing anything. All right, three inches. Go, we'll go as far as three inches. Nope, nothing. Please, I pray you, look a little tiny bit lower. <laughs> I'll add three feet to it, but no more. Whoa! There I am. There you are. Allow me to introduce myself. Please I do. I am Mayor Junius Bobble Doodery. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What? Spell it. J-U-N-I-U-S-B-O-B-B-L-E-D-O-O-N-A-R-Y. Junius Babadoodery. My apologies. Junius Babadoodery. <laughs> yes, I'm the mayor of the people that live inside the walls. Oh, wait a minute. I've heard of these people. Yes. No, wait a minute. No, I haven't. This is ridiculous. You people, haven't heard of us? People live inside the walls. What, Andy, have you heard about these people? Yeah, the littles. 
Oh, no, no, the fictional the, little. No, not the little. Not the little. No, we're not the borrowers. Okay. okay yeah. Oh, I didn't think I was going to come up against Wait, this. are you okay. mice? <laughs> What's that? Are you mice? No, I'm a. I'm clearly a little guy. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just as weird to have a little human being as it is an anthropomorphic mouse. Yeah, that may be, but I'm a guy. You're wearing a hat. I can't yes. see if you have mouse ears. I've okay. Let me take my hat off. I'm a person. And also, I can't tell if you're you have a tail because you're wearing pants. I don't have a tail. Well, take your pants off. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Happy? No tail. That's that's right. All butthole. <sighs> okay. Look, I'm. <laughs> I, I hold elected office. This is humiliating. <laughs> this looks bad to my constituents that okay, I, I take my pants off for this guy. I beg your pardon. We're not taking photos, though. This is it. Oh, an thanks. Oral, an oral <laughs> media. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm so happy what I got here to be interviewed. And now, this is what a drag this is. This is an oral medium like that Doors movie, I guess. Oh, boy. Oh, you're, boy. You're sexist. <laughs> You're a piece of dog shit human. So, Mayor Junius. <laughs> Please call me Mayor Bobbledoodery. Mayor Bobbledoodery. So you. sorry. Call me Junius. All right. <laughs> uh, there, there are a race of human beings living inside the walls? I mean, we're, we're not technically human beings. We're our own species. Are you we're magical creatures? No, I wish we were. We're just little. <laughs> Huh. And you choose to live inside of the walls? Well, it's safer that way because we're uh, we're out of the way of cats, dogs, and so forth. Ah, yes, I see. We're we're an ancient race of people. We've always lived inside the dwellings of human beings. I see. How ancient? Oh well, how ancient are human beings? Uh, oh, I, and their dwellings. Okay. Well, uh, the the Earth is approximately two thousand years old. I beg your pardon? So, <laughs> One of these guys, huh? <laughs> so dwellings probably were in the first hundred years. From the days of the cavemen, we lived inside the walls of the caves. Really? We would burrow in there in our little holes, our little hidey holes. Did, did you, your ancestors look like cavemen then as of well? Of course, yeah. Like no, long- we, totally, we totally mimicked human evolution. We mm-hmm. were little guys with big, crazy foreheads. And, and like big clubs. And yeah, like of che- course, cheetah, clubs. cheetah underwear. Of course, cheetah underwear, the whole nine. <laughs> right. And then you mimicked human beings as they progressed. We evolved powdered, alongside. Powdered you. wigs. Yes, Susan Powder. What? Powdered wigs oh. uh, during the 1700s. <laughs> yes, that's right. Susan Powder? I thought you mentioned you Susan Powder. What 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 is your relation to Susan Powder? Susan Powder was one of us at one point. <laughs> what? And she got big. She was enlarged. Yeah, she made a wish. <laughs> what about Daniel Powder? Daniel Powder? He's just a regular. Who's that again? Who's Daniel Powder again? Is that the guy who sings "Had a Bad Day"? Oh, we, uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Probably. What about Powder? The guy Powder. in the movie Powder? Uh, yeah, he's. He's bald and white. Well, he yeah, he's a different kind of guy. He's he a different, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's probably had a couple of bad days. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Daniel Daniel Powder, he probably is the guy. Certainly the director of that film caused some bad days for some people. <laughs> he certainly did. <laughs> um, anyway, look it up, gang. Look it up, gang. So, yeah, so what are you doing here? I want everyone to know that we exist, and I want everyone to embrace us as a sort of cousin of the human race. We don't want to hide anymore. We want to come out of the walls and be friends with mankind because we consider ourselves, you know, related to you in some way. We, we look just like you. We act like you in many ways. We have a society. We were all over the world. 
Some of us are in space. We had to go up in, in space. the International Space Shuttle. That's right. You, do you have your own space shuttles, tiny ones, or do you go up in the regular size? We b- bored holes into the regular size. Oh, okay. You, know, you guys made anything or do you just bore <laughs> holes into all of our shit? Well, here's the thing. We we make do with what is around. Mm-hmm. And so uh, sometimes we consider human beings nice enough to lend us things without their consent. So you've never made anything of your own? We've made things out of existing things. Like we'll take a thimble and we'll make it into a table. <laughs> like right. that kind of stuff. But what you do know? you make chairs out of if thimbles are tables? Well, you know those uh, those discarded champagne cages? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we make those into chairs all the time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a nice nice, nice thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, sorry? <laughs> I was very impressed you pulled that. Oh, well. I mean, it's just what yeah. happened. It's just what happened. Yeah. I know, that, but I'm just, that's, like, so, that's like you, me saying George Washington was our first president and you going, wow, I'm impressed. I am impressed with that knowledge. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know the names of the presidents, but you I don't. do know that Jim Morrison's girlfriend's name was Pamela Corson. Oh! <laughs> Did you know that, Mayor Bubble? Bubble Dittery! <laughs> How dare you look at your whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember I turned the doors off pretty early. I uh, I wasn't into it. I was a big Doors fan anyway. Oh. Were you seeing it in a normal size theater? Yeah. yeah, that must be like IMAX to you. Every movie is like IMAX to us. <laughs> On like an iPhone, it's IMAX. No, an iPhone is like regular size movie screen, and then right. an iPad is IMAX. iPad is probably like Cinerama, uh-huh. and then you know, a television, a normal size television screen would be like what's a normal size TV screen these days, though? You know well, what I'm saying? That's true. They're getting smaller. It's sometimes. crazy. This no, they're getting bigger. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> why would TV? Why would TV screens get smaller? Because people are. I don't know. I mean, we would want that, but that's not happening, Jack. Is it, yeah? Are things ever too big for you? Most times, yes. <laughs> you you heard about the thimble, right? I did. Take a thimble. We put a, a coat button on there. That's a table. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Got and, it. And then you're fashioning like ironworks out of this uh, yes. champagne. And it's hard to do because our, yeah. you know we're little. Sure. Do you have? So you wa- don't have the proportional strength of a regular size human being. Like, oh, why would we? Well, Ray Palmer, the atom, has that. So I just wondered if you shared those qualities. No, I don't share those qualities with your weird comic book people. Well, guess what? You're a weird race of of little people that I did not know exist until now, and you may as well be as mythical as a comic book. Let me tell you something. Yeah? I am a duly appointed representative of my people. I come from a place where everyone is very adorable. You are adorable. I have yes, to say. I am. You know that I am. You're cute as a button, which is, I guess is you're cute as a table. Cookies are a currency. <laughs> really? Yes. Like regular size cookies or, or giant cookies? Little cookies. Cookie crisps. Wait, why would it be regular size cookies? Well, the keyboard elves make cookies. regular size cookies. <laughs> but what? Are they giant cookies to us or to you? <laughs> to what you. do you consider the regular size? Like regular size cookies. Like regular to us, proportionate to us? Yeah, I'm saying like, do you have, do you use currency as tiny, tiny cookies to us, not to you, to us? Or do you use our regular size cookies? Skewed perspective, Scott. See, this is Put a quarter next to this thing so I can get some perspective. You say regular size. I guess I'm a sizist. Yeah. You are a sizist. That is, it's prejudicial. And a racist. (laughs) Yeah, you're a racist. That's just me, that's me, Andy, speaking just on the record. Thank you, Andy. You're a I've racist. known Scott a long time. <laughs> so you, you can confirm this, <laughs> yes. that he is a racist. And a sexist. You're not supposed to let anyone and know. And a sizist. 
Do you, what size, just then give me accurate measurements. What size are these cookies let you're me, using as currency? Let me open up my wallet. <laughs> Here. That see? wallet, it looks like a, it's it's in the shape of a cookie. Yeah. It makes things easier. <laughs> right. What Your wallet is shaped like money, right? Well, I mean, it's not shaped like quarters, but it is shaped like, like dollar bills. You're right. Fold it over. Can I ask yeah. the mayor a question? Yes. The upcoming Alexander Payne documentary, uh, Downsizing. Mm, about, great question. About how people are Oh, there's more. Yeah. That wasn't a question. Yeah, it didn't go Sorry. up at the end even. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How many of these have you done? I'm kidding. 500 and something. <laughs> Boy, so I are you – is your community worried about the uh, – our size human race being downsized and sort of flooding your population? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, well – Would there be a housing I mean, shortage? It, yeah. You, oh, so you're – hold on a second. I think we're talking about two different things. Are you thinking that we're concerned that the human race is going to be made smaller? Yeah. 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 We're not. I mean, because so, that's not what that word means. Down, what do you mean? Downsizing, but that's what happens in the movie, downsizing. Is, the documentary. It's a, yeah. Is Matt, Matt Damon becomes smaller in it? Yeah. Right? Matt yeah. Damon's in the documentary? Yeah. Okay, guys, what's going on here? He's getting made smaller. <laughs> guys. In real life. Guys. Look, a, look, look on look IMDb. Look, His character's name is Matt Damon. <laughs> is that, look. This is a great question. Are websites the same title, even though they're bigger? Like, would it be like. Really big IMDb? Our websites, uh, webs that can see. <laughs> what are we doing? Guys, I came all the way from out of the wall for this. It's your fault you don't know the plot of downsizing. <laughs> the plot of you. The trailer came out two days ago. How have you not seen it? I'm so, Look, I'm sorry. I got stuff to do. Matt Damon gets shrunk down in it. And so are you concerned that what happens in the and movie? Hold on a second. Is this? I got to ask. And let's, let's step let's step out of whatever ironic detachment right now. Is this movie actually called Downsizing? Yes. And it is actually about a guy who Yes. Should okay. We, that's should, not good. Okay. We're not arguing with that. Should we watch the trailer while we sit here? Well, yeah, it's probably sure. a, little product, Why not? a little product placement for Downsizing Why coming out soon. It makes me wonder what Pamela Corson might do. <laughs> probably blow the guy who gets shrunk <laughs> hey, down. Hey, come on. We don't know what her family's up to now. So, so in this movie... So Matt Damon gets shrunk down. Are you concerned this is going to happen uh, to no, the rest of the human not, race? No. It was Susan Powder got enlarged. Yeah, that was a weird day. How did that happen? As I said, she made a wish. Mm. To whom? She, what's to, that? The, to the universe or to a specific being? <laughs> okay, shut up for a second. That sounds like Terrence Stamp, is it? Problem. It does sound like Terrence Stamp. Yes, I'm ready. Or is it Brian Cox? I bet those guys could stamp sound like each and other. Cox. Yeah, those are two words you don't want to hear next to each other. <laughs> boy, oh boy! Wow, that's Matt Damon. That is wild, isn't it? Matt that is wild stuff. That uh, is Paramount. That's Wild stuff. Do you do a Johnny Carson impression? Do you have tiny celebrities? Like, do you have a tiny Dana Carvey? Well, we don't. Downsizing is about saving yourself. We have a Dana Carvey equivalent, a guy who makes, does impressions of, you know, other people. Like, of like a rich race. little, rich really little. Is that what he's called? He actually is called Rich Really Little. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I just, I put this on for the mayor to understand. Oh, well, you get it. Oh, I, I maybe I didn't make it clear. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Ah, oh, good stuff. Good stuff. That was fun. That was fun that to was do. a lot of fun. Uh, also, uh, but, you know, calling back to a topic we discussed a couple episodes ago, um, uh, Andy, between um, – during the breaks, uh, was talking about my appearance on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. And saying uh, 
yeah, we wasted you. Like, there's no way to have that character on again. Yeah. Like, what? A, why? Why did we do that? Well, you find you find that with shows, uh, you know, early on in the runs, they're like, you know, they want to get their friends on. So yes. you know what I mean. So they're like, yeah. in case the show is canceled, we got to get our friends on and got to put them in parts. So yeah. they'll give uh, good actors like you and I know uh, uh, Neil Campbell. I know that they had him on mm-hmm. because they love him there. He uh, Neil Campbell, who's on the show quite a lot. He's a producer on that show. I think he's a producer. Yeah, he is on that show. And uh, they were, I think, for weeks they were like, we got to find something for Neil. He's so funny. And then mm-hmm. you know he too was like in a in a role that would never come back. But he um, also worked there. He's taking someone else's job. Right. That's true. But I mean, yeah, sort of in a little Steven on uh, Sopranos way. Yeah. Like a a Sean Clements. (laughs) Right. Yeah. They'd established the Sean Clements rule at Fox. Where <laughs> the Sean Clements rule. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was another one where he's like, yeah, man, we should have had you in a bigger part. He said that on the day. He, like, yeah. On the set, he said. Right, right. He said, you're doing this? Right. Like, wow, okay. And I believe, I believe I, and I texted you this, uh, he, he had so much fun on that episode, he texted me to say, man, those guys are funny. I love Paul F. Tompkins. That's and very I, nice. I, I passed and that on you. did. Thank you. Yes. And you did not have to say that on the mic. That's embarrassing now. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, that's uh, 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 just a testament to how uh, – what a wonderful pro- – I don't know where I'm going with this. Fuck this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like this in the middle of saying something nice about me. I don't fuck this. Like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> it's a testament to – you are kissing this guy's ass what, for? What am I doing this for? <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck this. Okay, we're just about done, but I do want to play something. Um, oh. These, uh, at the end of these episodes, last episode, we play, we uh, we sang. Uh, yeah, remember? Our, our, our new recording of- Was that only one ago? Yeah, please don't joke oh about I, Tanya, this Christmas. Yeah. Which, by the way, a lot of people, I have to say this as a, as a disclaimer. Yeah. A lot of people, after I already had said to you, hey, we should sing- Please don't joke about I, Tanya, this Christmas. Mm. A lot of people sent to me on Twitter, hey, what if you did please don't joke about I, Tanya, this Christmas? So I'm not stealing your idea. Right. This was this has been in the mo- been in the works and in motion for a long time. But um, each of these episodes, I want to do a little something like that. So uh, uh, this episode, I want to play a little something that someone made. This is Ben Plum, a.k.a. at Bin Plum, B-E-E. B-E-E-N Plum, P-U, P- fuck. You sure it's not Bean Plum? Bean Plum with a B at the end, but it's Ben Plum. Bean Plume. Bean Plume, yeah, Bean Plume. Uh, we do these episodes every once in a while called Solo Bolo episodes, me and Ben Schwartz. Sure. And uh, Ben and I do episodes just the two of us, and we sing a lot on them. And uh, Castles in the Sky. <laughs> and... Uh, in this episode, uh, the one that was on this year that we did, the Solo Bolo Sincolo, uh, we did a little rap. Uh, ben did a freestyle rap with me beatboxing in the back. And this person did a remix of it that was so good I wanted to play it. So uh, we're going to play this as we go out. This is Ben Plum's remix of Benny Schwa's freestyle rap on Solo Bo- uh, the Google Burger remix. Let's hear this. Right now. Something. I don't know. But look, this is a solo bolo sincolo. We need solo sincolo. We need to take a break. Solo. Solo bolo sincolo. We're going to take a break when we come back. Solo. Solo bolo sincolo. We're going to be doing the Olympic song challenge. Solo. 
So sweet. Bring the beat back. Chatty's got a big dick, got a small two. Got two dicks for me and you. You want the big one, the small one, the medium two. Oh, yo, that's three dicks. I don't know what to do with. Scott likes to fuck three girls at the same time. Make you wanna go, make you wanna rhyme through. Make you see yourself in a different way. Scott Ackerman's cock makes you wanna say, hey, what's the deal with all these dicks? Do the people wanna see you and get a little twigs? Twigs bars make me feel real good. Do you wanna snap them? Yo, I know that's hood. If you Then you know that he's gotta make the girls go ooh wally wally and make the guys say ooh see dude and all he likes to do is eat that tush eat the tush cat eat the tush cat eat the tush cat eat the eat the tush cat eat the tush cat eat the tush cat eat that motherfucking tush cat we'll be right back. That is pretty impressive, That's Ben great. Plum. That's great. Really good. I'm. I was surprised when I heard it that we were able to keep a pretty consistent beat going. <laughs> I didn't know that fruits had first names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always love when people send us stuff uh, like that. Uh, love when the listeners send us artwork and uh, remixes and stuff like that. It's great. So this uh, brings us to the end of this episode, Paul. So sad. You and I are going to take a break, yeah. uh, just like Ross and Rachel. And uh, we were on a break. Yeah, I, I know. You know? Yeah, I know. Uh, we're going to come back on New Year's Day, and we're going to be counting down episodes eight through five on New Year's Day. And then the following Thursday, we're going to be doing your top four. This is very exciting. They get better and better as we go along. Prepare your mind and body for what is to happen. That's right. How are people going to prepare their bodies? Well, they should eat food every day. <laughs> okay. That's just shower, regular regular maintenance shower. then is all you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just, you know, do what you normally okay, do. Okay. Well, why are you acting like I'm crazy? Yeah. Uh, now you're acting like I'm crazy and I don't appreciate that. Um, I don't appreciate the things that you do appreciate. Hey, remember when I talked about how we're going to be shouting all the time? Can I see you in the kitchen for a second? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you need? Please don't make this. It's, it's, don't do this in front of the listeners. I don't like it. You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing me. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Worry. I apologize. Look, I, apologize I love you. you. I apologize. I love you, too. I love you. 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 Look, you know, I mean. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Hey, Matt Belknap, the new year's right around the corner. That's so true, Jimmy. And what better way to bring in the new year but by trying out a new podcast. Never, Never not funny. Yeah. Now, we're not a new podcast, but maybe it's new to you. We if might you... be the oldest podcast on your wolf. Never not funny's been around, like you say, almost 12 years now. Yep. And uh, some people are still not on board, which I find ridiculous. <laughs> if you like people like Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Ackerman, Tig Notaro, 
uh, I don't know. Andy Daly. Yeah, Andy Daly. Conan O'Brien has been known to stop by. Yeah, we've we've we we have all the people you love on. Zach Galifianakis occasionally makes his face known. He's on playing games. You know, I think if you are a little daunted by the two-hour runtime of Never Not Funny, check out Playing Games. It's a little half-hour game show version of what we do on Never Not Funny. It's a right. sort of more structured version of it. Give that a try. If you like it, maybe jump on over to Never Not Funny. Or you know what? Just go deep dive. Put yeah. the, put the wetsuit on and jump into the two hours of fun that is never not funny never not funny and playing games a better way to laugh this has been an earwolf production executive produced by scott ackerman chris bannon and colin anderson for more information and content visit earwolf.com Want to hear Earwolf Pilots before anybody else? We made a podcast feed just for you. Earwolf Presents is full of great stuff, like preview episodes for upcoming shows, peeks behind the paywall, and pilots for podcasts that haven't even been made yet. It's like getting to listen in behind the scenes here at Earwolf. Starting January 21st, Earwolf Presents will have a bunch of new pilots for you, like Edgar Momplesier's The Wokest. Catch conversations between the wokest man in the world and comedians like Reza Lachea. Also, hear upcoming pilots The Florida Cast. Wow, you're Native American too? This Week in Sports and Carl Alarm all throughout the month. Let us know what you think of them with hashtag Earwolf Presents. Subscribe to Earwolf Presents to hear more great episodes from around the network and behind the paywall, like an episode of Drew Tarver's Strictly Business with Derek Contrera, or Act 1 of Matt Besser's punk musical, Stolen Idea. Just search for Earwolf Presents in your podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an update. You guys know that uh, Paul Rudd has been a friend of the show for many years, meaning he appeared on it once approximately eight years ago. Uh, uh, but a good guy, really great guy. And uh, he has an all new scripted audio comedy written by John Lutz. If you don't know who John Lutz is, uh, one of the funniest guys out there. I once saw a two person show with him and Scott Adsit doing improv. And it was, I was crying laughing. It was so good. You remember him from SNL and 30 Rock. Uh, it's written by John and it is called Escape from Virtual Island. Okay. Rudd is joined by Jack McBrayer, another great friend of the show. I don't believe has maybe ever been on the show, but uh, was on the Comedy Bang Bang television show several times. Paula Pell, ooh, very hot right now. Amber Ruffin, uh, and a host of your a host of your comedy favorites. When I say a host of your comedy favorite, that's what I thought it was going. I thought it was about me, but no, I am not on the show. Uh, it's a host of your comedy favorites in this genre-hopping madcap comedy adventure set on a remote luxury resort island in the year 2038. Oh, that's not too far away. Adventure seekers flock here to live out their wildest fantasies in custom-made virtual reality simulations. When an important guest goes missing, a ragtag search party led by Paul Rudd's maladjusted resort air plunges deep into the world of VR in hopes of returning with a lost guest and some sense of reality. Perfect to listen to now. Start your spring off completely lost in comedy delight with Escape from Virtual Island. Listen free with a 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash virtual island or, this is neat, text virtual island to 500-500. That's audible.com slash virtual island or text virtual island to 500-500. Are you stuck at home? 
feeling isolated? Yeah. Worried about the state of things? Well, I think we're all feeling like that right now. Going a little stir-crazy and wondering, will this ever end? Can it end? What's it going to be like when it ends? Well, BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can help. Yeah, there's no need to go into the same room as a therapist any longer. You can talk to a licensed online therapist and find relief. BetterHelp therapists specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, insomnia, family conflicts, and more. You'll connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you will love in less than 24 hours. That's how quick you can do it. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. And look, if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want it, wherever you are, which is probably in your own place. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code BANGBANG. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash bangbang. That is betterhelp.com slash bangbang. Talk to a therapist online and get help. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. When you're an international podcast superstar like myself, it is hard to fit in a hot breakfast. But there's this thing called Just Crack an Egg. You just add a fresh egg to their fixins, which include real potatoes, veggies, meat, and cheese. You stir, microwave, and blammo! You get a breakfast fit for a podcast pioneer. There are seven different scrambles, like Denver protein-packed, and all-American. Try Just Crack an Egg, my friends, and take breakfast back. It's in the egg aisle, duh. Hey, everyone. I uh, just want to remind you that we have a lot of great Comedy Bang Bang merchandise over there at Podswag. We have 10th anniversary shirts, water bottles. We have uh, Harris Whittle's journals, which are really cool. Um, all sorts of stuff. You want to go over there and get stuff because there's a great deal going on right now. If you head over to podswag.com slash bangbang and use the offer code bangbang at checkout, the first 100 people will get 30% off their Podswag order. So that is a great deal. 30%, that's like three-tenths or something. Head on over there, podswag.com slash bangbang.